don't care if you've been fapping to your Jedi Rosario all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black of the Black Times and Fetigy. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Fetigy, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke now, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Stitch! Rollins is a top five Christmas movie. Mmm. Okay, all right. Okay. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choke people out on the breeze, boys, Kronos. Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano made me Grogu. I mean that respectfully. Oh. <laughs> in Man. the middle, we got the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. We're here to change your worldview, like when you meet a white girl named Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. Um, I do believe it's pronounced Sir Blue of the House of PlayStation 5. We need more champagne in the club. Holy shit. All right. All right. Be back so a bit. Pretty. Just so <laughs> God, then where my ski mask at? <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all uh listeners well, listeners of the week uh would be cold sorrows that's very depressing i'm just saying i hope you're doing all right cold sorrows and you're not in some deep mm. depression um yeah because mental health is important just saying mm-hmm. and first in the chat would be my boy jason what's going on good to see you back man and cake man's in there too what's up, man? Good shit, good shit, good shit. Uh, r- real quick, you might be in the chat. Uh, uh, hopefully, my boy uh, from uh, GA, Daryl, is in the chat. Uh, we're going to call him Dr. Dre from now on, if he is in there. Um, old Ninja, you usually pour out some type of urban beverage, and I know we got a few this week. What, what you got for us? So, uh, to honor one of them, and one and all, I should say, we're going to pour out some Colt 45 tonight. We, we going old school with it. So we're going to start with uh, uh, Hal Ketchum, or I believe it's pronounced Keechum. Not quite sure. Uh, a singer, songwriter, country singer, uh, who had several top ten hits from the late 80s and the early 90s, including Small Town Saturday Night, Long Haired Country Boy, and Past the Point of Rescue. Uh, he was influenced by a version of country called Western Swing, which I've never heard of. Uh, he's appeared in movies such as The Heartbreak Hotel and Maverick. And his last musical performance was in 2018, where he performed in a town he was basically discovered in, in Texas. He died at the age of 67, 67 from dementia. Okay. Uh, next up, we have, I, I believe this is pronounced Hugh Keysburn, even though it's spelled strangely for an american uh he's an australian actor uh from the mad max franchise who played two different villains 36 years apart he first played toe cutter in the original mad max film and he also played in the the post-apocalyptic cult leader of the war boys in morton joe in mad max fury road uh burn had performed with the theater company uh, a road company, as some people call it, in their rendition of A Midsummer Night's Dream. He was also in a few TV series such as Farscape and oh, Runaway Island. He passed away peacefully at his home at the age of 73. 
Wait, no, he was the one with the um, the actual like tubes and whatnot. And, yeah, and he's the, the leader of the cult, the, the one that was had a harem of chicks that were he was getting pregnant. That dude. Mm. Dude, you should have went out like a badass with fucking fire and crumbs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see you in Valhalla. Man, that, that sucks because I know we're getting a sequel at some point to Mad Max. If you're yeah, in yeah, but I, well, didn't he die? Didn't he die? So yeah, he's definitely not gonna make be in the sequel. Yeah, oh, I, for I'm sure. sorry. I, I, I was thinking that, that we'd even go, go back a little earlier or like a prequel. But anyway, oh, right. that that's possible, but unfortunately, not with Hugh. And then uh, last but definitely not least, we had British bodybuilder, weightlifter, and actor David Prowse. Uh, he is most famously known as the body of Darth Vader from the Star Wars and its original sequels. Uh, David Prowse is featured in the documentary I Am Your Father. As he discusses his role of the iconic character, he helped train Christopher Reeves for his role as Superman in, in the late 70s. He also trained Carrie El, Elwes, Elwells from the Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, for, he, trained, he helped train him uh, prepare for the Princess Bride, and he also, uh, well, he's opened a few gyms across London. Um, his, role in, his role as Frank Alexander's bodyguard, Julian, in A Clockwork Orange, got him the attention of George Lucas, which landed him in the physical role of Darth Vader. Uh, he was involved with the Star Wars fan base, becoming a member of the Fiber First Legion, and acting in a few fan films. He Can passed away. Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but let me just ask real, really quickly. Was he still the actual body in, like, Rogue One, or he was way too old? For no. That? No. He, okay. was too, he was doing something. He was too old for that. Um... Where was it? Oh, he passed away at a hospital in London to an unspecified illness at the age of 85. Mm. You know what's crazy Wait, about... Uh, sorry. Um, you know what's crazy about that guy, about Darth Vader in those original movies was that it was played by four different people. So they had... Mm. Yeah, the voice was obviously... Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, James Earl Jones. And then you had... Mm -hmm. The body was the guy, the guy who passed away. We just David talked Rush. about the actual face of him when he took his helmet off with somebody else, and then Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, and then there was the actual um, stunt stunt guy that did all the uh, lightsaber work. So, so there was actually two stunt guys. So there was a, a like a stunt guy that did a lot of physicality, and there was another stunt guy that did the fencing and the swordsmanship. So I was like, what? And then also Hayden Christensen, he donned the suit in Episode Three as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of people in the suit. I mean, I know a lot of if diehard Star Wars fans, they you probably know that David Prowse probably felt like he was fucked over by Lucasfilm. It's all documented, and then like un one of those uh, documentaries that are kind of like um, the untold stories. Yeah, one of those untold stories that are unsolicited by Lucasfilm because it's not sanctioned by them. It's basically a guy from um, a crew member that like had videotape of what was going on and the conversations that were said and then interviews with David Prowse to fill in what he thought, how he felt and how he dealt with a lot of things. So there's a lot of, a lot of history there. Yeah, definitely RIP. Uh, do we want to open up with Star Wars since we're on it? I mean, this was a big Star Wars fucking week. God damn it. Yeah, it was. I was, I was thinking like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
my Canadian yeah, girlfriend made a. Set it up. Well, yeah, set it up. Go ahead. I think Cronus is lightheaded because all the fluid. She oh yeah, I was yeah. like, she actually did it. So <laughs> people have been uh, talking about Rosario Dawson uh, becoming a Sokotano for like the longest time, and yeah. nobody. Yeah, she said that she was willing to do it, but nobody confirmed that she was actually going to play this role. So when we saw her come out as a Sokotano, at least to me, it was a surprise because I was like, "Yeah, it'd be great," but you know, you usually don't get what you want. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she did it. What she want? Yeah, but she. I mean, it was great to see her basically do like a a Kurosawa film entrance into like murdering a bunch of people. So that that was pretty dope. Um, I, she looks spot on like an older Sokotano if you watch the old Clone Wars um, show on what was it on Nickelodeon it was on uh, Dis- Disney, Disney XD it was Disney XD okay yes so yeah it was Cartoon Network then Disney XD yeah so it's really cool to like you know see a, a grown up character in real life and it looks like how you would expect an older version of that character to look I know there were some arguments about it but it's like listen um, what was the other guy the other bad guy yeah, uh, forget the the Sith guy, Darth. Oh, not serious. Not Maul. No, the Ma- guy. Moff Moff Gideon. No, 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 no. The guy no. from the Clone Wars. He died. Got oh, his hand chopped off. Darth Tyrannus. Yeah, yeah. When he got Count Dooku. Yeah, Count Dooku. <laughs> when they showed him from like being in the movies and then being in the animated series, nobody complained about that. It looked vastly different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's not complain about True. somebody far more attractive than Count Dooku. Alright. So, <laughs> get your nonsense out of here. Shut up, nerds. Just enjoy it. You're lucky that she attached to this role and that she um, did, is doing a good job. Oh, no. What are you doing? I said no. <laughs> Sorry. Things are trying to take over my screen. Um, so, yeah, we actually... Another, Four match. Yeah, no. It was, it, was tell, it was asking me to allow the microphone to turn on, but I'm like, no. Anyway. And we also got to learn the uh, the name of uh, Baby Yoda because we know who's not actually Yoda. His name is what are you gonna say, Project? I was gonna say fuck everything about that goddamn name. <laughs> uh, we still gonna go by Baby Yoda. <laughs> no, this is season two. Goddamn it! Fuck what you talking about? We ain't doing it, Baby fuck. Yoda forever. Well, his name is Grogu, <laughs> so um, I think it's cool to like give him a name. You can't just call him Baby Yoda forever. Like I think the I think the name mm-hmm. will will grow. On everybody as time goes on, and I think they that they sold yeah. merch of him as Baby Yoda already. I well, yeah, we did have a name. Merch, people, people who selling his merch is all out of they're going out of business. They gotta like get rid of their merchandise. They ain't right anymore. It'll change, just like with uh, like if, when you're playing God of War. I'm gonna call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 people. yeah. It'll it'll be all right. Like, uh, <laughs> listen, if if you play God of War and you were used to you know fighting the stranger and all of a sudden they change his name, nobody called him a stranger anymore. There's a plenty of other okay, fucking. What was the reference? I'm in sorry, God in God of War, like when you fought the stranger, and then you learned that it was uh, I forget his fucking name. Don't say it. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing. You can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Damn it, I'm fucking up my own <laughs> shit. Yeah. What's up? I said, I'm, I'm playing that game. I, I I don't know the stranger's name yet. Oh, okay. So that's good. I didn't remember his name. So I was, was going to drop it on you. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a significant Damn. person. Anyway, uh, I think what's really cool is that even when they introduce Sokotano, um, there's obviously going to be some deep ties with her and Grogu going forward because she knows all this knowledge that he does not. And apparently he forgot some shit. So 
Um, I think that she's possibly going to train him at some later date, and I think that's really cool. It gives me hope that she's going to be a re reoccurring character, which is really cool. Um, and it's cool to see, like, um, a gray Jedi finally in, you know... That was a noise. That be anyway, a, a gray Jedi finally in like the movies and in live action, and to see like her her two lightsabers how they're like different shapes and sizes. That's like that's dope, you know. So what did you guys think? Uh, go. I'll, I'll let Old Ninja go first. Go ahead, Old Ninja. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, Hold on, real quick. Somebody already mentioned it in the chat. Thank you, Papa Bear. Which I'll talk about uh, you later on in the podcast, but. Um, he's called the child, not Baby Yoda. They sold him as a, the child. Oh, so, that's true. Yeah. That too. I mean, I've I seen merch. I've seen merch say both. I've seen Baby Yoda. I've seen the child. I've seen all of it. I think the official stuff says the child, and unofficial stuff says Baby Yoda. So people still buy them. So they're gonna keep buying all the plushies, the purses, and all that other stuff. Uh, but to piggyback up what Cronus uh, was saying, yeah. Finally, finally, we get Ahsoka Tano after rumors and a little bit of swatting and non-confirming non shit. We finally see her, and, and they didn't hold back. Like, they didn't wait to the end of the fucking episode or in the middle. She came out fucking blazing, just like literally the first first 30 seconds. She's in there cutting with both blades. Um, she's playing as her rebel Rebels version of herself. Um, she looked... It, Almost, I almost identical. I mean, I know that there are super nitpicky fans talking about her Leku Montreal's tentacles, whatever, are not as long as they were in that cartoon. I'm like, you know what? I'm not really tripping because for the rest of it, like her character and her trying to emulate uh, Ashley Eckstein's voice and everything, I think we they did the best they could. I'm pretty sure because of the physicality of the role there's no way her foam head was going to stay on that thing probably fell over a bunch of times and like, hey we got to shorten this so she can do her stuff oh, it's so. just fu fucking nerds complaining too much listen you're lucky you got her to begin with i mean you're lucky we have exactly. this show to begin with and then you still want to yeah. pick over stupid nerd shit like I, I get it for some nerd stuff you know but it's like with shit like this like come on man come on yeah they're <laughs> complaining about that and the wrinkles in her um her tendril things i'm like dude she's yeah, like she's older <laughs> older she's not a kid anymore literally when we left her she's probably like maybe 20 maybe maybe even 23 and you know a decade or so has passed or more and you know you should realize that beings age like living things generally die so uh, I, I think it's great. Um, I don't think that she's going to be a recurring character. I think, uh, as a lot of people were kind of saying, that this will springboard a new series. So oh, Ahsoka's, oh, Ahsoka's a tie to a lot of characters. A lot of the Rebels characters, we've seen two of them so far. Um, she name-dropped a huge name, a huge name from Star Wars, one that goes back to the 90s that survived the Disney purge that's able to come out now. Um, we're probably going to see a whole series based on what happened after Rebels and Ahsoka, Ezra Bridger, um, maybe even Harrison Dula, Sabine Wren. We'll probably see live action versions of all those characters, uh, probably in a whole new series. And I'm here for it. Um, real quick, I some people took it this way again. We've talked about these, uh, the most recent uh, sequels for a long, long time. I didn't take it this way, but I thought it was worth noting. 
some people took the fact that uh, Ahsoka Tano was talking about how much training is necessary uh, to be a Jedi as slight shade to Rey in terms of just her having, you know, very much being the most powerful Jedi in those in those movies. Um, yeah, right away. you know what? That but just I, proves I, I me. Was... That just proves that I am the Senate blood is powerful shit. Yeah, I, 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 I thought they claimed it. They claimed it up, and I I didn't mind that at, at all. But it certainly fits in the Mandalorian story in terms of uh, I'm still gonna call him Baby Yoda. Uh, <laughs> the, whole, the whole aspect of uh, you know his background. You know, uh, and and how it ties into the Clone Wars and what he witnessed. You know what I mean in terms of being trained and the Jedi's getting killed off, but him being uh, what sent away right for a while. Um, he was saved. He saved. Was saved. Yeah. But we don't know how or by whom. Yeah. Luke, so, Luke, Luke, Luke didn't have that much training either. I mean, he practiced basically floating on top of his hand with Yoda and doing some other, like, lifting up spaceship type shit. No, he trained for a long you, time. He, he trained well, and then left and then came back and trained some more. So Yeah, I was, I, well, I was going to say, in the first movie, you know, obviously there's no Yoda. There, there's Obi-Wan, like, giving him some training right there on the Millennium Falcon and in Tatooine right off the bat. It's not a whole ton, but, you know, I mean, again, this, this is super nitpicky stuff. Again, I didn't think it was... It was real deal shade, but I'm with old Ninja on it. It's spinoff time. It like right away, you know, you yeah. got a marquee name already. You got a character that people love, people are excited about. We want to see her fucking adventures. And, and at the same time, have Mandalorian do the adventures. This could be like uh, in the 90s when they had a Xena spinoff of Hercules. Yeah, this, this is it. I was going to mention that. Like you notice what nobody, nobody talked about this whole week? The actual Mandalorian. Nobody talked about Mando. Not a mm -hmm. single goddamn person. Everybody's like Ahsoka Tano, and uh, you know the child's actual name, but it's mostly Ahsoka Tano. So mm -hmm. yeah, nope. I, I think that if they don't see the um, the the dollar signs behind behind this, I mean, people always talk about they want to have you know female, female protagonists, you know, making money. This is your perfect chance. Please give her a fucking spinoff. I'll, I'll still watch The Mandalorian. I still love the show. But, I mean, obviously, just that one, you know, the first scene alone, I was like, God damn. Let me go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all bad. I mean, the thing about it is, like, they literally set up her villain. Like, her villain is Grand Admiral Thrawn, a huge name drop. So you're like, oh, we have the protagonist, Ahsoka and her friends. And then we have Thrawn, and Thrawn is the name alone carries so much weight to a lot of Star Wars fans. So you are you are, you have the series right there. That's it right there. Yeah. And, and then Mando. This is the first, is the first Jedi we've seen in Mando so far, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. So I mean, remember when we see Mando, he has no idea what the Jedi are. He's like, "What yeah. the hell's a Jedi? What the hell's that?" So uh, everything is set up for a spinoff series. They have the characters ready. They can make fill in the blanks with other like you know filler characters, but it, it's already there. The seeds are there. It's ready to go. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm ready. My body's ready. And you can do crossovers. You, you oh, can yeah. have crossover Christmas special. You know, and and both Mando and you know other Star Wars lore characters. You know, have it be a two parter or whatever. But yeah, the girl got to get her, get her own series. I'm sorry, Blue. What'd you think on this? This is probably my favorite Star Wars episode ever, as well as probably my favorite part of the franchise as well. Because, like, mm. 
even just like the the cinematic of it all was fucking dope like when they they basically showed her in the first like three minutes and like the fact that she was like out in the shadows and you saw her once her lightsaber started glowing was like oh shit this is going down and every time she would light up a lightsaber so that's the only time you saw her but when she fell away she like blend back into the background like even when even when she first got up to like the 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 city's walls and she told basically told the bitch she's like look we can do this the easy way of the hallway i don't need a fucking day to, to, to the side and she turned off her lightsabers and just fucking faded out into the back but like even like her fighting scenes with like the Mandalorian was fucking dope. Like you know, she did some cool like Jedi trick, like where she jumps like over him over the tree bench and like uses his own maneuver against him and stuff like that. But like that the fight scene inside of the the city too was fucking dope as hell too. Cause like when she when she lost her one of her blades, like she she basically took her. I guess she did her signature move where she turns her sword around and she kind of pits it behind her like fucking old school samurai style and she like. Start wrecking shit, but man, this episode was fucking great. Like, even I mean, maybe Yoda finally getting a name was cool and all, and like you know, we get to learn that you know he's kind of the backstory with Baby Yoda. It seems like it's recycled. It's too like Star Wars seems to do this a lot with their Jedi, where it's like, oh, they're they're they have too much of a troubled past. We can't train them. He's got pain and hurt and stuff like that. But I love how uh, Ahsoka she she brings that up. She's like, oh, I've seen what this type of this kind of a background does to a person because you know she was she was trained by Anakin who eventually becomes uh, Dark Vader and like if you go back and watch the the Clone Wars um, I, actually I don't know if it's Clone Wars or Rebels where Anakin, where she fights Dark Vader mm-hmm. and she 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 learns the, the fate of Anakin because so she thought Dark Vader killed Anakin but she learns that Dark Vader is Anakin and so she kind of stays and try to kind of see him, kind of help him get back, but it kind of didn't work out that way. But uh, yeah, I just, I just thought it was so fucking dope and amazing. I, I, I watched it three times already. That's how great it was. Damn. Yep, I mean, Blue is right. It was actually Rebels, but yeah, all that stuff, all of that was there. Name drop, without saying his name, you describe Anakin Skywalker. Um, she talks about what happened during the Clone Wars and the Jedi, like all of that was there. So much information was given. It was just a really well done episode. Dude, you know what's crazy? Great. I don't know if you guys knew this, but just imagine watching um, Star Wars back in the day in Germany, because the the word Vader or Vater yeah. is means father in German. So it's like I thought, for, it, was, so, I <laughs> so thought for, it was father in Dutch. No, it's it's German. It's uh, V A T E R um, huh. in German. It, it, it means father. So they were just like, oh, so he's a father of somebody the whole time. It's like I'd <laughs> 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 be so silly. Yeah, uh, this is weird. We're in a strange time where we have both a Star Wars TV series and a Star Trek TV series, like on kind of the cutting edge. Even though both of them are kind of behind a paywall, they're still like the talk about shows that are out there. So, it's a, t- what a time to be alive. You know what's crazy to me, like for Star Wars, obviously, you know, getting their start in the movies. There was always this thing other than the animated uh, specials, which, you know, of course, we talked about Rebels, we talked about um, Clone Wars, but for live action, they hadn't really done that much on TV traditionally. And before Mando like dropped, I was like, you know, does this work? Does the Star Wars universe work for live action TV? And obviously, you know, the answer is a resounding fucking yes. But um, yeah, I'm gonna say I, even though I loved Raylo, this is a rebirth for for Star Wars. I'm I'm in love with this fucking Mando 
uh, Ahsoka universe. You know, this this could be the beginning of a, a mini Arrowverse or something like that. I don't know. I like it. Well, what's also cool about this episode too is the the standoff between Mando and uh, the other like uh, mercenary bounty hunter guy. I think. Oh, Michael it Bean. Was, yeah, that was yeah, good. It was, it was basically an old school fucking western. It was like, okay, who's gonna shoot first? Like, okay, the guy surrendered. He's putting his gun down, and you knew what he was gonna do. You're like. This guy ain't playing nobody. Like, you saw that shit a mile away, and so did uh, Mando. And, like, dude tried to blast him, and Mando was a little bit too faster and shot, fucking shot him like, um, like Han did in fucking, <laughs> what's the name? <laughs> he shot Han Guido. First. Yeah, he, he shot, shot Guido. Shit. Yeah, so good. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> much more to come. I just, actually, uh, I know Stitch is hating, but. I wanted to make some bets so we, I could see him wearing a Sokotano outfit. I mean, that's what I wanted to oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know who Soka, Yokoshuno, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, did Baby Yoda kill somebody? Like, okay. <laughs> well, he, he did kill a whole bunch of frogs. Whatever. <laughs> oh, frog eggs, anyway. He did. Yeah, dude. Speaking of, speaking, I don't think we talked about that episode, but like that 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 episode where where Baby Yoda is like going over to like the little egg thingy when he's inside that cave and he like he starts to like try to eat whatever's inside. The first thing that popped in my head was the movie Alien. I thought a fucking face hugger was gonna pop out and get his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, real quick, because we didn't talk about it last time. Um, but I am really disappointed in the star in the Star Wars universe being so fucking lazy with the frog people. I was just like, are you fucking? Oh, yeah. Like but you, you did talk about that. Oh, did I? Yeah. I talked about it last yeah, time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, God damn, man. It still pisses me off. It still pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say Anura or something like that. Point, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's it's valid. I went. I think I went back and watched. It. I was like, oh yeah, that is, they are calling them just frogs. You know, not alien yeah, frog names, just frog. Mm, just frog. <laughs> frog. Frog. Frog lady. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. by them doing that, that means like Earth has to exist in this in this universe. And this is from a long time ago, much. in a in a universe far, far away. So yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, it could have just put like an alien spin on on Anura, which is like the scientific word for a frog. Um, there you go. But no, they just they just didn't fuck them. They're just frogs. I, and I they got they got lobster people, but they don't call them just lobster. No, they, they call them uh, no, the collars. And even like the this the people with the big ass eyes of the fish people, it's like yeah, the, the, it's the oh Mon, the Moncarly Moncaller yeah They're calamari calamari yeah <laughs> it's, even that you know it's like come on let's be fucking creative I mean, you yeah, fucking I, I love how people were tweeting about the the it's a trap guys people I can't remember what they're called the fish people basically how he's wearing a fucking like nicely fucking knitted sweater and shit <laughs> yes it was you know what I'm talking about yeah like, it was like, straight oh, from shit, like where can I get that sweater <laughs> the gap I mean <laughs> <laughs> good fucking shit um let, let's switch it up a little bit uh stitch what's the thing oh. um so isn't isn't Ahsoka isn't she no longer a Jedi like didn't she leave the order I mean she like, she she did leave the order, and she does say that she's not a Jedi. But yep. well, yeah, technically, she's supposed to be the Jedi. Well, she's supposed to be a gray I mean, Jedi. So yeah. in between, like, so this is what's weird about the Star Wars universe is like you have like the Jedi and then the um, the Sith, but then yeah. there's there's in between, and that's the the gray Jedi. They probably should have named it something different, but yeah, whatever. We already just talked about their lack of creativity in some things. They should they should call them a Swedish. <laughs> yeah. <a> Swedish. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Stitch, get in here. I want to hear what is going on uh, with Elliot Page. And, and you, you had some, some stuff in the chat. Let, let's hear this breakdown. Oh, man. boy. Well, uh, apparently, Elliot, this is now I'm going to put a blanket statement on this. So I, I apologize if I, in the midst of explaining this, I get the pronouns crossed and revert to Elliot as Ellie and she previously in, in he and stuff like that so put that out there at first when I'm, I'm trying to talk about it so not to offend potentially anyone listening or whatever but um just just for the ease of spitting out the story of just spit it out um saw that i guess ellie page uh announced i think it was yesterday was it or two days ago uh okay that uh that she would now. She is. She is transgender. Uh, she was previous. It was previously known that she uh, is gay and everything. I forget what year was it that came out. And uh, previously there was also some um, some beef going on with her and Brian Singer because she. I believe she said that Singer like outed her um, publicly and everything. So it was sort of like a bad working relationship uh, between those two. But uh, I guess there was news that came out yesterday. She put out a, a tweet or something on her Instagram saying that she is transgender and is going by the name Elliot. Uh, that's her or his name now. And uh, during the, the sort of paragraph part of the uh, explanation about uh, what she's going through and and thank, thanking her, her fans and her supporters, uh, she announced that her pro her pronouns would be he slash they. Um, I have I have a good number of uh, gay lesbian friends. Uh, I don't actually have any that are technically, I guess, transgender. So I was trying to kind of reach out to some of them just to make sure that like I understood the they part of the pronoun aspect of it. I mean, I personally have no problem if you want to if you uh, want to refer yourself as he or she, that's fine with me. Or if you don't care if you're referred to as both, that's, that's your personal preference. I mean, that's fine with me. I don't have any beef or, or, or problem with that. I mean, that's, whatever makes you happy makes you happy. And I will try my best to oblige by that if I slip and, and refer to you as she or, or instead of he, vice versa. That's, that's just my me slipping. like. If I call the the Washington football team the Redskins, it's just out of accident. There was no no malice or anything. So mm -hmm. my the, where I guess I had the question for the group, and then I, I just try to get some clarification on the they part of the pronoun. My understanding, and just with sort of basic like common King's English, they refers to like a group of yeah. people. And when you are referring to the sex of somebody, I thought that you have a he or a she. Now, if you are saying, I don't want to be referred to as she, I am he, then how are you also they? What's the other half of it that makes it they? And this is just, I was just confused by that. I wasn't like trying to argue against her saying that i was just trying to get some sort of understanding so my confusion was on the they part of it and sure. when would you refer to her at, or 
when you re would you refer to Elliot as they? If you're just talking about Elliot as a singular person, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you broke it down pretty pretty uh, pretty well. Uh, obviously, no nobody on here is uh, shitting on anybody. Happy for Elliot. I'm you know using Elliot uh, from now on. Uh, real quick shout out. Netflix changed the credits because he's on Umbrella Academy. They changed it immediately uh, to reflect uh, the credits for Elliot um, uh, retroactively. So that was pretty cool. Um, it, it's I mean I'm you know I'm fucking forty years old so. It's a, a little difficult for my mind and 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 tongue to kind of grasp the the they as a, as a pronoun. Um, it, it it's hard. I think there's going to be a whole lot of slip ups, and I think most likely I'm just going to use he or Elliot going forward and wish him all the best of luck. But I don't want I don't want to lose sight though. You, you you're also you also throwing some shade in the chat at him. <laughs> That, that we do need to come oh, back to, but what is everybody yeah. else? Oh, she's, he's a shitty actor, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. You could, you could be a shitty actor yeah, in any I mean, any gender you choose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did that, sorry, where did that come from though? Like, have you always felt this way? Yeah. Cause it seems like yeah, that like, came out of left field. Oh, I just rem I remember back in the day when like, when people were going crazy about Juno and are like, oh, it's a great movie, blah, blah, blah. And I, I could not watch it just based on the way he or she at the time was delivering the lines. I was like, this is just, it's, it's throwing me off. It's like when, um, is it Gossip Girl or Gilmore Girls, the way they deliver the lines on that yeah, show? Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it drives me fucking nuts. And yeah, Lilo would watch it all the time and, I, and like it would just give me a headache. I'm like, how is this even like dialogue? It's like worse than like when I hear like a laughing track like in a floor house or something like that. It just completely takes me out of the moment on everything that's going on. And so from the get go, just the way she was delivering her, her or the way he was delivering his lines in that role on Juno, I was just like, I don't see what the big deal is with this this actor that everyone's going nuts about. I mean, I didn't even really care about the movie. I'm like, this movie's kind of, I don't even think I could watch it from beginning to end. And then in X-Men, X3, which is probably the worst of the X-Men franchise movies, The Last Stand, um, horrible again. And uh, we have the, I mean, you can blame it on, on the writing and the singer and, and et cetera, but it's just, I've never been impressed with Elliot as an actor. I haven't watched the Umbrella Academy. I've heard good things about that, so maybe I'll, I'll check that out. But I, I, I'm just like, all right, cool. I, like, you're a, a B minus celebrity to me. Uh, put out. She was in that that one video game um, until dawn or something. Beyond two souls. Oh, beyond. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got, I got it mixed up. There was another one that was came out or sort of around the same time, but Beyond Two Souls. And I remember I got it for Lilo because Lilo had just played Heavy Rain. And from mm -hmm. my understanding, this game was sort of similar in the way where your choices would uh, would completely change the ending of the game, sort of like a choose your own adventure kind of book. You could play multiple times and get different endings. At least that's how I thought the, was hearing how the game was. But then I'm hearing like you can't really die in the game, and it's just uh, yeah, you literally can't can't lose. It's not really a game, but that that's not his fault. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but, but it's, it's just like another yeah. negative thing I have associated in my mind with this actor, and I'm just like, I just like whatever. Like it's it's no news to me. I mean, fucking Logan Paul has more of a higher celebrity. <laughs> what the than damn? Than Elliot Page. I mean, for real. Well, I mean, uh, not to be. This is the problem, though. So people are gonna take like what you just said in the wrong way, only because um, he came out as a transgender person recently. If you'd have said that about her when she identified as her, or he identified, see, it's already getting confusing. Um, it'd have been totally fine, but people are gonna get mad because because you're saying that after she came out, after he came out as transgender. Um, my thoughts on it, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really care. I mean, I don't really know that many transgender people. I don't. Um, I don't have any people in my close circle that are transgender. Um, when it comes to like, I would care more about it if I knew them. But I think that people put way too much stock in when a celebrity does anything, and I, I, I don't like that. But at the same time, I think it's 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 cool only for people that are transgender to feel more comfortable. And coming out and, and being, you know, who they actually want to be in in real life, as long as they're, you know, over a certain age, and that that comes with a whole different other caveat that I'm not going to get into on this podcast. But because you can be transgender when you're underage, which is fine, but I just don't like shooting kids up with all kinds of crazy hormones before they're an adult, and I, that that is a hill that I will die on because I don't I don't think you should be giving kids hormones like let them. Like, unless they have a medical condition. Like, an actual, like, they're gonna, like, seriously have some harm to themselves from, like, missing certain hormones. Other than that, they can get these things done when they're an adult, when they can make actual adult decisions. We don't, in no other circumstance do we allow children to do, to, to choose a medical procedure for themselves. It seems insane to me. People are gonna get mad about it. Anyway, the, um, the pronoun is, as he is totally fine. But the, the they thing gets confusing to me because they already exist as a plural in English. And so if you ask me to call you they, I'm already like super... It, it doesn't work in my normal... In, 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 in English, it doesn't work. Because it's it's more than one person. So if I did know somebody that was transgender and they were like in my... you know, it, and we Well, if I knew them at all um, and they preferred the pronoun they, I would just call them by their actual name referring to them. Because I don't, because it gets confusing as shit to call somebody a plural of anything, and I, I think that maybe the the word needs to change. Even like, even the the zers, you know, all, all the other pronouns get kind of confusing. So I would just default to your name. I think it's to me it seems still respectful to somebody, but also not confusing to me personally, you know. So. Well, I was saying, like, I'm glad, I'm glad she, like, or he, sorry, I'm glad that he gave us the option of he or they, because a lot of people, they don't even want to refer to he or she, they just like, oh, either they or them, like, that's all I want you to refer me as, and that's when it gets way too fucking confusing, so, yeah. the fact that she gave the option of doing the, the he part, I think it's cool. Well, that, that's why, you know, when, when it gets confusing and all, that's why I'll default to the name, because I don't want to disrespect somebody on accident and that's what would happen yeah. you know if if you had me use a term that i am totally unfamiliar with um just for you i mean you already have a everybody has a very um unique identifier and it's their name so i would just use that and i don't think that should be a problem at all because it took me a long time to like really think about it in my own head it's like i can't do the whole they thing and it's not because i don't 
it's not because I'm trying to disrespect somebody. It's just because in my mind, um, that means something else. And for most people, that means something else. So to me, the solution yeah. was just use her name. One of the yeah, things uh, is that, like, I'm glad that she, like, I hope she, I hope she doesn't go the, the Kate, Caitlyn Jenner route, or, what's the, what Bruce Jenner's yeah, name? Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. Yeah, I hope he doesn't go the, the asshole route, kind of like, hey, I don't want to be by, called by this name or whatever, like, she, like, I hope that he knows that people are going to make mistakes, they're going to call her, they're going to call him by her, her old name, and something stupid. <laughs> They're gonna call him by his old name, and that I hope that she doesn't like make a big deal about it, which is like one of the. It takes it takes time for people to get used to these new names, so you can't like hold that against people. Uh, oh, go ahead, old ninja. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to kind of piggyback on what Blue was talking about. Um, there are people. This is a little bit also what Chronos is talking about because Dave Chappelle kind of talked about this, but he made a joke about it. But there are people that you will meet that they have pronouns for themselves, but you don't know them because you're not a mind reader. And you, yeah. when you refer to them based on their appearance, then they become sometimes enraged or they become upset. But it's like, I, I don't know your pronouns. Like if you're she, him, they, that they, or them, and then you have some in-between pronoun, like a his, her, or um, a cis or, or um, hetero fluid or something that's like, unknown to you know mass people or whatnot it's going to be difficult because you want to be referred like your close friends they can call you whatever you want but if you're meeting someone new and they don't refer to you as your preferred pronoun because they don't know because you you want to be known as the god of gods and i don't know that then that becomes a problem so you know I would say, you know, on both sides, we just need a little bit of understanding and introduce yourself how you want to be addressed. Very simple. Like nobody's really a, a mind a mind reader. And if you have a specific um, identifier that you would like to be called, it would be important to disclose that first and then continue on. Because I think when someone initially meets them, they're going to basically call you based on you know what they perceive at, at first and there's a, that little weird area where it's like well how do i address you type thing and then it can become super awkward and sometimes violent yeah everybody needs everybody needs to calm down nobody needs to be a a dick uh to anybody or a fucking asshole i i, I totally get that i'm just gonna say this too like there are plenty of people who uh, we all work with professionally that may have a name that can kind of go both ways in terms of uh, gender or whatever. Um, even my government fucking name, you know, some people see it and, and assume that I'm a, a female and co politely correct them, you know, keep it moving. And, and that's literally fucking it. Like, you know, that they haven't heard my fucking voice. They've just seen a, you know, a name on a, on an email thread or whatever, make an assumption. No big deal. No, no fucking deal. Nobody's fucking uh, killed over that, or, or should be. Nobody should fuck be fucking butthurt about that. Um, respect uh, where he's coming from, uh, if, if you know, as, as long as you can remember. But I, I, I can't let this go. I don't. I'm not. I'm not with Stitch at all in terms of this. Uh, this uh, Elliot being a shit actor or anything close. Like Hard Candy, Inception. Oh. 
I forgot about Hard Candy. Great, yeah, yeah that shit. was great. The, yeah. the Umbrella oh, Academy. So, yeah. Like let let's 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 be real. Like there's there's a lot of hits in in the mm-hmm. IMDb catalog for Elliot. Where where have I gone on Twitter and started bashing Elliot? Like, 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 when have, when have I said? It wasn't Twitter. It was, it was in, well, it was in the chat. That's all. That's what he's talking about. Oh, and, uh, yeah. In our, in our private yeah. chat, I just said, "Yo, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> no, why, why are we? Why are we trying to burn me at the stake for not being a fan of, of Elliot I mean, or whatever? I, talking about it, like people are gonna come at me. Like nobody no. knows about shit till y'all put it out there. Maybe Elliot will be a better actor. Is what I, is what I said in our How private dare. chat. We're out here. We're we're just keeping we're just keeping it real. You can you're entitled to your fucking opinion on it. It was just we, okay. it was weird to me because it was just like the day the day he changes. This is a terrible actor. I was like, really? Like we're just <laughs> talking- you need to check the receipts because you make it sound like I was outraged or something like that. All I said was that you oh, was in all caps though. It'll be a better actor. <laughs> 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 all y'all out here perpetrating lies and shit. Oh shit, he's in. <laughs> This, mm, <laughs> oh, caps. oh my god, that's oh, so I'm good. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a fan or whatever. I mean, I've had no reason to talk about Elliot because I just don't watch his his movies really. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. I got, I got to Unfortunately, I got, I got to side with the Oathbreaker. So I think Elliot is a is a great actor. I mean, uh, I made I made the Oathbreaker watch the movie called Super. And he yep. didn't believe me that this movie was on hit. It's a super dark comedy. It has Rain Wilson, Kevin Bacon, um, uh, um, Elliot Page, and then I think Lake Bell, something like that. And it's like, it's like where fandom goes too far. And it was it was great film. There's tentacles in it. It was mm-hmm. it was I thought it was superb film. It's actually one of James Gunn's films. He's the director of that film. And I'll even say this, like, I agree with, we all have a consensus on X-Men 3 or whatever, but Days of Future Past was one Mm -hmm. of the better X-Men movies, and she was in that as well. Uh, It was one of. She reprises her role. Yeah, she reprises her role in that film. Wait, now we're saying that Days of Future Past was the shittiest shittiest X-Men movie, or what are we saying? It wasn't, it wasn't. there are three good, like a but. There are three average X Men movies. There's Logan, um, average. Well, you thought Logan was average, and then First Class. In terms, of, I'm setting. There's the the line of mediation in terms of like better than. I'm not going to say they're all great films or whatever, but there's a clear tier difference between those three films. And uh, and I don't I, I don't think it's close. Wait, those three, uh, Logan, uh, Future. <clears throat> Logan, First Class, and um, X2, I think, are, are oh. head and shoulders better. And who cares if they reprived the role? Jennifer Lawrence was, was fucking in that role for God knows how many movies. I don't mean she was fucking well, good at it. The reason why I bring up that she reprised her role, because it's almost like a decade in between films for her. Well, have, have, have you watched the? You, we're naming films that where she wasn't really the star. Um, have you watched Hard Candy? I'm just, I'm curious. Oh, so good. Candy no, I haven't watched Hard Candy. I, in Inception, I, I mean, obviously, I watched Inception. Was, Inception was good. She was good in that. She, she was, yeah, she was, I mean, she wasn't, the story plot wasn't revolved around her, so maybe what? I'll give a chance where she's the main character. Yeah, watch, whatever, but, I mean, watch Hard Candy. In Juno, I, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah, Juno was, was a long time ago. Uh, watch Hard, Hard Candy. Candy. Like a little kid. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. well, 
But it's good though. Yeah, you, you got it's a really good movie. It's it's pretty fucked up, and it's like one of the most fucked up movies that I've probably ever watched. So and yeah. What was there something when when Last of Us came out that there was some sort of issue going on with? She tried to sue. Yeah, that that wasn't a good okay. Look. Yeah. Yeah, that See, wasn't there a good. Look. There's another thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying she because back then she, I mean, she identified as she. So. Yeah, I mean, back then, I mean, her character, uh, the character of Ellie, her namesake is similar, and her even her look is similar to Ellie Page at the time. So I can see why she went after them. I mean, that was the whole thing about her and um, uh, Naughty Dog. I don't even know what happened if they settled or it got thrown out, but it should have got thrown out. Hopefully, oh boy, was she the she got a copyright on that name? Like well, it's not. Name? It's not about her name. It's not about her name. It's about her look. So yeah, using yeah, someone's yeah. look without their permission—that's a violation. That's why she, she went out. She wasn't like their their um, mocap. You know, like, yeah, yeah. They needed like the caption cap, whatever. No, oh, interesting. No. I wonder if Alyssa, did Alyssa Milano, Melissa Milano sue Disney for the Little Mermaid thing, or did they get her permission for her, for the likeness? That, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that either. I've never heard of that. I've never even thought I, I really like don't think I don't think Ariel looks like Alyssa Milano personally. I don't think so either. Yeah, in all these documentaries, she's supposed to be she's modeled after um after Melissa Milano. Well, they they did a terrible job in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never seen Alyssa Milano with red hair either. I seen her butt naked though. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, vampire. Oh yeah, vampire or something. Yeah, I was like, whoo, when I was a little kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll even I'll even say this. I I think I haven't seen all of the first season, but I'm gonna vouch for her being good so far in Umbrella Academy. I think that's a solid Fire. show. I think she brings it on. He uh, he he brings it. Formerly her, currently he brings it on there. Actually, I, I, the second I season she, was a lot better. I don't think she did that good of a job, to be honest. Well, you know, she, you know, it's I crazy, mean, like. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it does because her character was kind of mute. Like, like I don't know, her acting wasn't that great. To be honest. Well, what, what's funny about you know make, making the mistakes of calling him her still is that um, we've been doing this podcast for like five years, and mm-hmm. we still call each other by our first names on occasion. So sure do. These slip ups <laughs> are going to occur. So right. if if you happen to be rare. yeah if you happen to be like a yeah. a transgender person. Um, and somebody happens to call you by the wrong pronoun, especially if they don't fucking know you. Like, you need to give them some goddamn leeway. You know, yep. even if they do know you, you just transition. It's like, it'd be like if I change my name to John tomorrow. Like, I wouldn't expect everybody to call me John. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's unreasonable. Like, I, I, I will, even with my name the way it is, I've, I've been, my first name's my first name for 41 fucking years. People still fuck it up that know me. And I'm just like, yep. okay, whatever. You know, just... Yep. I don't even fucking correct him at this point. Sometimes I do. Like nope. after the first couple of times, I'm like, yeah, I'll correct him. And if they're not mali- if they don't, if not saying that to me malicious, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, just like whatever. Also, they um, in also in in relation to that, I've seen and I, I did look up the whole uh, Latin X, Latinx uh, mm-hmm. use of, the, of that word to because I was like, what is what is Latinx or, or Latinx? Latinx. I, I don't know which how. Yeah, so I had to look that up to see <clears> what. What is that? And uh, it it sort of encompasses uh, the Spanish 
language because a lot of words in, in uh, Spanish are divided up between masculine and, and feminine. Uh, mm -hmm. like, bonita, like bonita and, and guapo, it, it's sort of like you put an O a lot of times on a lot of masculine sounding words and, and things that you refer to as, as like a man. And then A or A sometimes gets used for a lot of feminine type words or, or words or descriptions that you're using to describe women. So from my understanding, uh, X is sort of like an encompassing, uh, I guess, pronoun to describe people of, of Latin culture uh, without offending them if you are a man, but or, or consider yourself female, that if someone says, oh, you're Latino and you consider yourself a, a female, that might be sort of perceived as not being respectful, sort of casting shape. I'm, I'm way out of my depth here, uh, and, and I have not researched this thoroughly, so take everything with a grain of salt, but I thought it also was about folks who are not identifying as, as either and trying to be more inclusive. However, the like you mentioned, the whole language itself, I only know this because my fifth grader and my first grader are in dual language emerging stuff all the time. But I mean, yeah, you're right. The language itself is all about, um, you know, masculine or feminine, even for just uh, nouns like a, a house, a casa, or, you know, uh, uh, cocina for a kitchen or whatever. Obviously, blue is uh, rolling his eyes probably because uh, uh, the, the sweetness probably speaks Spanish as well in, in the house. Or yeah. No? She does, and I, I, I called her Latinx once, and she yelled at me. So. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like, a, a, lot, a lot of people, actually, it's funny, because, like, a lot of people that are Latino or Latina or however you want to put it don't like the term Latinx. Yep. So, yep. I'll just leave it, that up. Is, yeah. is it age? Is it a generational thing, too, possibly? I don't think but, it's always a generational thing. No. Yeah, when I first heard Latinx, I thought it was like a, you know, like they're Gen X and Gen Y and millennials, stuff like that. I thought that's what it kind of fell into. Like, if you're a Latinx, that means you're more like a, of a techie person or you're like a third generation American or something like that. But I didn't know it was a whole sexuality thing. Even when you refer to like proper people, you use like the nosotros uh, verbiage to, to describe whatever it is that you're talking about. So it's... It's like I said, different verbs, it depends on who it is you're talking to, whether it's male, female, or even somebody of like respect or stature. Mm. Like L and La and La. Yeah. Dude, we, we we went down the lingui the linguist historical context. I love it. We yeah. go Miss Rizzy would be proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Holy yeah. shit. All right. Uh, do you what? What happened with the Ready Player? Did we already talk about Ready Player Two? I thought we did. I, Am I tripping? I, it just came. It came out. It just barely came out. Ago. Oh, go ahead then. Yeah. It it did. Well, no, just no, I finished it. Did you finish it? No, not yet. I'm only like I'm I'm at the boardrooms part. Okay. Like okay. Well, I'll give my non-spoiler review of the book. Okay. Um. I think <clears> the book it, it's a. I, I enjoyed the book, but there are going to be some criticisms with the book um, that are, are going to be valid. I just don't happen to agree totally with all of it. I don't agree with like with lowering the score significantly with the book um, because of these complaints. Um, one of them, which is which is very valid, is that the uh, this the story for like the 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 good portion of the middle of the story is very similar to the first book. Very similar. 
And so that one is going to be one where that, that is a valid complaint. And if somebody chooses to lower the score a little bit, I, I, I totally get it. You know, but to me, um, he made some changes to the story that made it a little bit more refreshing than the first book. Um, but yeah, that's a valid concern is, yeah, this is, you're kind of writing the same story, just uh, adding in these other couple of things. Um, and especially the way they kind of reset some of the storylines um, to make it more like the first book, that that was kind of, of, of disconcerting. Um, but I really love the uh, obscure pop culture references in, in the book. There's a whole section of a, um, a pop star um, from the 80s, 90s, and above that uh, is really enjoyable. Um, I will just say purple and you, if you, <laughs> you might know what i'm talking about if not then you know whatever um it, it, that that part of the book was very enjoyable if, if, if you're a fan of this of this person and uh there is some legit writing issues that i have with the book and that's where i will kind of knock down some points uh, there are some uh, portions of the book where uh, Ernest Klein doesn't do a really good job of progressing a like telling a progression of a story. I'll give you an example. It'll say like uh, Wade, you know, kicked this dude in the face. Then you know Artemis, you know, swept a guy off his feet. Then uh, somebody else did something else. Then it's like a lot of then to kind of extend the progression, and it's just like it's it comes off really fucking weird. Um, when it's like yeah. you can use all these other words to, to progress the story, and I, I really didn't uh, like that um, the way that he, he kept using think, it. He kind of seemed like he, he kind of rushed it. Like he, he was working on the fucking book the day before the publishers wanted it, and so he was throwing all kind of words in there just to kind of get it. Yeah, have, have, have you noticed that yet in the book? <clears throat> like when he keeps using then? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does that a lot, actually. Yeah, and it's just Is like. That go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna ask: Is that his writing style? I, I haven't read any of his books. Like, what does he have? Any other books that you guys have read? And is yeah. that just like his style? No, no, it's not his style. I mean, he did write Ready Player One, where this was not. It didn't become so apparent to me in Ready Player One, and then also he did Armada, which I read as well. It, that wasn't that apparent in that book. Um, he's he's not like. I, I don't want to say this disrespectfully, but I have to say it. He's not the best writer. Okay. But his books are enjoyable. Like, they're really enjoyable, but he's not the best writer. He's not a fucking Stephen King or, you know, any other kind of top-tier writer. I, I wouldn't put him up there in, like, the stratosphere. But his his books are enjoyable. Like, they, they're almost like uh, like romance novels for chicks. This is like romance novels for for nerds. You know what I mean? So they, they're, de they're de definitely enjoyable to read or, or listen to or whatever. Um, and, yeah, just I, I didn't notice him doing that whole then, 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 then thing in the other books. Uh, so, it, and especially when you're listening to it, um, Will Wheaton does a fantastic job, but there's times where Will Wheaton, when he's reading it, he says then in such a way where it's, I feel like he, when he's reading it's like, really another then? <laughs> it's just like, and then, you know, it's just like, okay. So that being said, um, I still really enjoyed the book. Um, the ending was, was really cool. I think uh, some people might not like it because it's sort of like a a singularity type type deal, which I I kind of dug it, thought it was cool. Um, hopefully, we he can do another book and and 
learn from the criticisms from this book and and, and kind of go forward. So I, I think he has room for improvement. Go ahead. For this for this audio book though, it seems it's a lot longer than the last one than uh, Ready Player One because I think this one's like a good maybe twelve hours. Uh, I don't think it's even twelve hours. I think I think it's actually similar to Ready Player One. I think it's actually it might be a little bit shorter. Um, I will tell you here in a second. I'll pull up my audio book. Uh, I think it's only like eight or nine hours, and I'm pretty sure Ready Player One was was only like around eight hours. So, uh, Blue, uh, really quick, do you have the hard copy of the book, or do you have the audio? I have the audio. I have the hard copy as well. I just haven't read the hard copy. I listened to the book. Hmm. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, well, it's weird to me, because you're saying that the audiobook is roughly, what, eight to twelve hours? But yet, the book itself, I think, is only 300 and some odd pages, which isn't really that long. That- yes, uh, 384 <laughs> pages. Yeah, that's not that. That's not even that. I think my Star Wars book but is like that, 500 pages. That's normal for audiobooks, though. Hmm. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I, I've listened to a shitload of audiobooks. Um, and usually the ones that are around 300 pages are about eight, eight nine hours. It just depends on how, how a person... They're, they're speaking cadence so okay that, that, that definitely comes into play and, and if there's anything extra in there you know there's, there's certain um, books like um, what's the book I'm thinking of the oh, damn it I can't remember it's a really good audio book um, that just came Come out on, the Sand, no, oh the, the, was it Sandman because you yeah. kept talking about yes Sandman uh, had a whole yeah. bunch of like uh, it had a soundtrack fucking all kinds of special effects so if, if the if, the, if if it had been a written form, uh, it had been probably much shorter than what you would expect uh, the audiobook to be. You know what I mean? The, the audiobook would have would have seemed like way disproportionate from time. And you're actually right. the The first one was 15 hours long, and the second one is 13 hours. Oh, it's 13. Okay, so it's not even that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's around so it's around the same time. About two hours less, but yeah, about the same. Hey, that's way shorter than the one I just got finished through. That, that thing was fucking long. What did you just finish? Uh, the the uh, A Promised Land. Um, oh, nice. Obama book or whatever. That was 29 hours long. Yeah. Um, God damn. Yeah. yeah I, well, I, I mean, I, I think it's maybe like my second or third ever like audio book. And I, it was, I guess they said it, page wise, it's like around 700 something pages. But I mean, Obama talks slow, and he's narrating it. So mm. I guess that probably added to the, the actual length of the, the book. But um, Dude, that's like the, it was, it was, that's about the same length of time for an entire series of a TV show or season. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a good listen. I mean, I, I got a lot of shit accomplished. It made driving a lot more uh, <laughs> more tolerable during like the Thanksgiving break and everything. So it, it was it was nice to. Uh, it wasn't a painful listen at all. It was it was really enjoyable, and um, obviously it was 29 hours. That is kind of frightening looking back on it. That I I managed to go through that, but it was a really good book. I highly recommend it. Um, it's obviously I guess selling crazy amounts of, uh, of copies. From what I've read and, and heard, I don't have the actual numbers, but it's uh, it just sort of blew up. And it's only part one. <laughs> There's a part two. Yeah, it's uh, he starts from essentially his his beginning of his political career, even a little bit of his childhood, then progresses through 2011. He 
it pretty much ends this book finishes on the whole uh, bin laden capture of bin laden oh nice and um mm. so he goes Wait, through that whole entire <laughs> he what confirms it. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he confirms. Uh, I mean, there's, there's tons of funny. I, I, mean, I don't even know if it classifies as funny, but um, they, they, he talks about how they, they made sure they confirmed it was him. He was saying one of the seals who uh, was 6'2 or something, because I guess Bin Laden was reported like 6'4, 6'5 ish or whatever. He sort of lied down next to Bin Laden's body before they <laughs> did the DNA test. To also confirm that, yeah, this is the dude, same height, all this stuff kind of matches um, before they actually did the DNA aspect of it. Too. That seems odd because I thought fully, fully I thought confirmed. after he was killed, they did a burial at sea, like near. Well, they, they they scooped up his body and um, obviously because they, I mean, they ended up shooting him in the head. There was a whole sort of discrepancy in terms of like the intel, if it was him or not. They had, it was sort of described as being like, anywhere between like 40% to 60% based on they think it's him. Uh, it was just this like big compound. There was a guy who would walk around like the, the sort of garden area uh, in this like isolated compound. And based on the what they could feed, based on like the size and, and the children running around, they were like, we're about 40 to 60% sure it's him. So you're uh, saying they that- called it out. So hold on, I, that's, maybe I heard you wrong. You're saying that the President of the United States laid down next to a dead body to make sure it was the right height? Mm. No, 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 no. Okay. The seal. Uh, the seal. Okay, I was like, what the fuck? That seemed very yeah, confusing no, to me. No, no. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I was typing a part of this, and I was like, this seems highly improbable. <laughs> sorry, I was typing your part of what you were saying. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Had, had this been had this been Trump, he would have said, "Yeah, I was in a helicopter and I fired the shot and I, I kicked the door." And I, no, no. Yeah, no. It's a complete detailed explanation of that. I do what yeah. <laughs> And um, I mean, that part was really cool. There's so much other completely uh, amazing, fascinating stuff that goes on in that book. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it a little bit before, but to me, that whole the whole star of it is Michelle. Uh, she was like a complete rock the entire course of like their relationship. She didn't even want him to run for president. She said, no, uh, we, you're not doing this. And he still was just like, oh, kind of, it's a little bit too late now. And kind of completely coaxed her into it, which is just amazing to like think about looking, looking back on it. But um, he goes through pretty much all of the major incidents that happened during his presidency up to that point, even some of the stuff I forgot about like the deep, um, the oil rig that blew up off the coast of Louisiana. Um, oh, yeah. The deep, the, um, I can't think of the actual name of it, but he goes through the entire like details about that. It's so crazy to like, think about when he talks, cause he, he's so good at like presenting a story. Like he'll tell you, he remembers like what he was doing and, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he's like, oh, I was watching the, uh, one thing he was like, I was watching the, uh, the Hornets play the Lakers uh, in the whatever, conference championship uh, round and then I got a call from General blah 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 saying that we have intel that Bin Laden's in Pakistan and blah 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 is our most reliable intel and he just like some of the like the, the minute details you can actually like envision him just sitting there smoking a cigarette because he, he talks about how he has a problem smoking uh, or playing pool and uh, explaining how these crazy ass world events sort of just transpire while he's just doing like regular ass like human shit and stuff. And like, it's, it's just really sort of cool to just see how human he is um, 
based on, on all the stuff that goes around yeah. uh, as being a president of the United States. Actually, I mean, it's it's on my, my reading list. I'm going to listen to the book. Uh, I think that even though y'all know that I didn't vote for the guy, I, I, I think he's a decent person. I just didn't agree with his policies. But I also recognize the historical value of this person running for president and winning the presidency and doing a, a, a decent job. I just don't agree with like, well, more than a few things that, that he did, but it's, but it's fine. I still want to hear more about him as a person. Cause like to me on a personal level, I think he's a really cool dude. Like I, I, I don't want to say I admire him, but I think that his story is a very important story. And I want to hear more about it. Um, like I, I'm watching, it's such a stark contrast. I was watching some videos today of um uh president obama like surprising people with his appearances and it's just mm-hmm. like how human this guy was and how personable he was to people like his own citizens and how he he was he, it seemed like he went sort of out of his way except for a couple of issues to to be um likable to everybody unlike a current president it's just like wh- why can't why couldn't the next guy our woman do something like like what he did you know like president trump is such a polarizing figure for the wrong reasons meanwhile you have another guy who's going out and you know president obama like he'll go out and, and get a hamburger on the street you know what i mean and, and meet people and shake hands and do all that shit but you know president trump does he do anything like that fucking no and, and if he does doing what's up I was gonna say, yeah. He talks about how he he ended up brewing his own beer in the White House. He was yeah. like the first president to brew his own beer, and he's like, "Oh shit, I, I did that." And he was like, they, they, "I guess Washington had his own whiskey, but then he mm. just happened to I forget the how he sort of stumbled across brewing his own beer kind of deal, but it, it just happened, and all of a sudden he's just like, "Oh, yeah, I'm the first president to brew my own beer. Okay, cool." Kind of deal. He just and he, he even talks about this one incident that happened. Um, I can't remember, but it was involving a. A law enforcement officer and some sort of uh, pastor that had this sort of run-in, um, and it was—it wasn't like a, a, a shooting or anything like that, but it was a complete miscommunication. The officer probably used, ended up arresting the guy, and the guy kind of was was a little bit belligerent about the cop trying to get his ID and stuff. And Obama was like. I just invited both of them to the White House and just said, "Let's have a beer." I remember that. Yeah. And they they had that. yeah they, they ended up having a, a beer in the White House and stuff like that and 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 talked about it. it was like a sergeant somewhere maybe he's like in New York or something. Was that Henry Louis Gates? I, I I can't remember the name. The the crazy thing about that is like how I mean obviously I could never be president, but I sure as fuck <laughs> yeah, can remember all. Well, <laughs> Being a competent president. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the bar is pretty fucking low right now. <laughs> so. I, I know, I know, I wouldn't be the worst. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. his, his ability to like that remember really people's that names. <laughs> yeah, his ability to remember people's names, like just like people out in like Iran and stuff. When he, I'm like, I don't even know how how he pronounces that, and let alone just remember like, oh yeah, the leader of this blah 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 who was succeeded by who blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And I'm just like. I, I, I'm my head's spinning because I'm trying to keep track of what name is what person and stuff like that. And it's, a lot of them are like Middle Eastern names and, and everything. But he's just 
I was like, he, he speaks so fucking well. <laughs> like, I, was, I mean, it's, he's that, so that, articulate. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he speaks so well for his kind. Yeah, but I mean, just as a person, just he he does speak extremely fucking well. I mean, you can be white, black, whatever. He just is really good. Or, 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 I can't remember. Orator. Or, 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 yeah. Orator. Yeah, he, he's just really good. If you go back and like watch Obama's old speeches about something, like even if it's like um, him talking about his new like bill or whatever, and you and you watch Trump's version of that, it's like God damn, it's like it's, it's day and night. It's, like even just watching, like God, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so uh, really quick before we transition, I, I got one final thing to ask Stitch about the book. Does he talk about the incident that happened with his mentor at Harvard? Does you oh, mention uh, it in the book? Wait a minute. The, the Harvard... I'm trying to think. He talks about the priest. So it's the... the, it's the, the Harvard incident the... The is his old mentor or whatnot. And um, his neighbors alerted the police that there might have been a break-in. And so they came in and he proved to the cops that hey it was me i'm entering my home here's my id but then the guy, like they got the into guy. it that's the beer guy that's, him. that's, that's the beer guy yeah so he's from harvard so that's where they got into the, okay. the he's able to prove that it's his home it was him yeah. and then he still got arrested they still arrested him yeah. because he got into an argument and it's like yeah. well he was able to prove that it's his house uh he he's able to prove that he teaches at harvard but yeah he still got arrested because that and because he, he's a black he male. Said, when he when he explains that incident, he he said his he was like I gave this public statement or whatever because he knew the guy and he's like mm -hmm. yeah uh, he's like I'm sure that I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head but John or whatever he's like I know John I'm sure John was uh had some choice words during the incident but I also mm -hmm. and he says I think the officer acted stupidly mm -hmm. those his exact words he. I think that officer acted stupidly by arresting him, and then people started to be like, he's calling all police officers stupid, blah, blah, blah. And, and Obama was in like his, his advisor is like, you're going to have to issue a re restatement. He's like, for what? He's like, I didn't say he was stupid. I said he acted stupidly or whatever. He's like, I'm not issuing a, a, a retraction on that statement or clarifying it or whatever. He's like, he's like, so I reached out to both of them, a sergeant, whatever, the officer, and then the guy you're talking about, and told him to come to the White House and have a beer. And that, yeah, that that was the, the incident I was talking about before. I can't remember okay. if it was. Yeah, that's the Harvard guy that he talked about. Yeah, the Har so the Harvard guy was like his mentor. He was a teacher to him and like a somewhat mentor. So, okay, mm -hmm. now it comes all yeah. around. Right, but people were were crucifying him on that because he supposedly called police officers stupid. Oh, it, it, his buddy is is whatever being difficult with the police blah 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 and he was just like yeah let's let's just have a beer and talk it out or whatever kind of dealing that was that good stuff yeah I, I want to check that out i heard i heard a fresh air uh npr interview i think he was on terry Groves kind of uh breaking it down and it, it, it certainly piqued my interest um so i'll i'll, I'll check it out as well so we're on a, the topic of political people you want to uh, you want to talk about your girl alc Oh shit! Oh, babe, I love her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I 
look over his shoulder. Like, <laughs> uh, I got the kitchen right over there. There might be some knives in my back. Like, uh, like, oh my Artie, god. Artie was trying to hit you with that Demon Souls uh, knife in the back. So <laughs> oh, yeah. One of those. Um, but I guess I didn't see when it happened live, but uh, she hopped on, on Among Us again um, just because she, she's a real one. And it wasn't like a, a one-time political stunt and hopped on there again with some of her uh her fellow members of like congress and everything and out there gaming and got hundreds of fucking thousands of people out there watching her stream again uh hopefully educating people on, on voting and and uh what's going on in georgia so i didn't get a chance to see what she actually sort of talked about like what her message was uh outside of probably like we need you guys to vote in Georgia, et cetera, et cetera, stay involved in the process, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, she raised, uh, yeah, just, just to say it, I mean, raising over $200,000 for charity during uh, really tough economic times right now oh. is is excellent. I mean, it wasn't just just to, uh, to have fun. I mean, that, that's a significant amount of money that can go to help a lot of families. So, uh, I what was the charity for? I didn't, even, I didn't even know it was for charity. What was the... Uh, uh, I'll cause or whatever. Let me let me verify. You keep going. I will verify exactly which ones because I was looking at it earlier and I don't well, want to mess up. What's so cool about it was that she 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 was twitching out her gameplay, so she has like a Twitch account where you can watch her play and like she was playing Among Us like like all of all of us regular people, and she was killing it. She mean like I I watched a few clips of it and she played like as uh, the imposter and she like. Her, her skills were on point, like she wasn't just like, oh, like Amy like, oh, what do I do now? What do I do now? She was like out there killing folks and like slipping to bits and disappearing and shit. I'm like, God damn, it's like, she's not a, a make-believe gamer. She's like an actual like decent gamer. Like, just say, just say she's not a filthy casual and say she actually knows what she's doing. She, she, she's not an imposer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just to clarify, uh, it was for uh, some local food pantries, uh, eviction defense legal aid, and then some community support organizations. I believe she's uh, she's in the Bronx or New York area, so I believe that, yeah, that yeah. that's where it was uh, it, it was based off. They don't list the specific ones per se, but um, yeah, that's what they mentioned in the article. Uh, was she? Wasn't she playing with the uh, senator from Illinois? Uh, Illy, uh, what's her name? Minnesota. Uh, it was it Minnesota? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, she, she's one of my favorite like political people right now. And it, it's so hysterical how mad fucking Republicans get just seeing her face and stuff. They just they despise her and think she's just like trying to fucking burn the country down and crazy. And she's just the last last woman like I, I love her like her uh katie porter from california and then uh oh man that, that lieutenant governor from uh pennsylvania they, they're they're that, that's a squad right there i, I love those, those people they're my favorite politicians right now yeah she, man, she had the canadian canadian uh new democratic and i'm not familiar with them uh canadian new democratic party uh mp Jagmeet Singh on there as well, so oh. yeah, it seems like a pretty diverse, uh, diverse cast. I mean, you're playing with some folks uh, who are represent representatives from other countries as well. So you're doing stuff for charity. Uh, you 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 get a A plus for me. I mean, that's 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 pretty cool, especially Ooh. when it involves some geeky shit like gaming. I gotta say, I do not want to be caught on Katie Porter's bad side. Holy shit, that woman 
pulls no punches. The thing I do like about it is she speaks plainly. She uses plain English and doesn't use any legalese or or like uh, legal terms or any even tech terms for that matter. She gets straight to the point as CEOs to their face. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you get paid this? And a lot of them can't. A lot of them break. Oh, a lot of these people can. break. They can't answer, or they don't know how to answer. They try to tiptoe around her answer. She asks the same question over and over again. They can't say yes or no. They end up trying to say, oh, I, I got to look at this report, or I got to talk to this person. I got to do this, or, well, uh, 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 I'm like, damn, she just sits there. And then she and then she does her little flow chart. She's like, this is what happened. This is how much you made. This is how much they made. And this is how much you paid your people. Is this correct? And they... And, and they just like yeah she she busts out receipts she has pages in front of her and then for the she literally she trolls them and she's like she goes i'm gonna help you out i'm gonna draw this so you can see how this works out hold on and I, then she I, shows him just chart. I, I just, I'm just out, like holy shit. i have no idea what you're talking about but are you talking about katie porter yes sir <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, that sir. sounds like Katie Porter. Yeah, she's like yeah. Her number game is on point. Yeah, I, I yeah man. She's one of my favorite people of all time. Like seriously, dude. Did you see her her minutiae shit would... today? Can you imagine being a kid in her house? You ain't getting away with nothing. Yeah, she's <laughs> nothing. Uh... Yo ass is caught every yeah. time. She's great. Ooh. You'd be like, what? wait a minute. I gave you five dollars for your allowance this week. Five dollars <laughs> on, yep. on bubblegum. Is this right? Is this right, yep. right now? And then mm -hmm. you you minus thirty five cents for this. Is, is this correct? So you should yep. still have a dollar twenty five left. So where's the dollar twenty five at? Where's Pretty the dollar twenty five at, Logan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't fuck that. Some some wrong. Do you see this? This don't add up. Why don't this add up? Make this make sense. <laughs> well, I would not. I would not want to be in any of those hearings with her in there because she comes with receipts. She does types, uh, histograms, uh, uh, linear charts. She's ready for your ass. Yeah, it's like it's funny to me that these businessmen, because they're mostly men, have no answer for her. They can't say yes or no. And they always got to refer to somebody else, and she's like sitting there waiting. And if it takes too long for them to answer. She tries to break it down even simpler, and then it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Does she just like own this dude? Like, what the she, fuck? She, she this him, guy's she a... him with the, the re I'm reclaiming my time. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I love that shit. Yeah. Um, Damn. You have to go go and watch her exchange is with Ben Carson mm -hmm. oh. when, when he became oh, the HUD secretary. Oh. It is fucking yeah. embarrassing how much he, he like he didn't know basic terms for like just getting a loan through mm -hmm. you know anything and i was just like are you serious and the crazy thing is is that even though what she what she does is it seems very effective in her question questions and answers unfortunately um it's almost falling on deaf ears like she she clowns these people mm-hmm but um, I'm not seeing enough like actual change. I, I don't really put it on her. I blame it on like the actual system that she's within. But it, <clears throat> the system needs more people like her to get in there. And, and I'm not a Democrat, all right. But the way that she questions people, um, it's it's effective. And I think that more people need because they usually ask them softball questions or they they leave things kind of too vague or let them go on to run on questions because. 
Mm. Sorry, run on answers. <clears throat> That's why immediately she reclaims her time. Like when she asks, asks a yes or no question, and she already knows that this person's probably going to try to weasel out of it. But yep. if she doesn't reclaim her time, she only has like usually like five or ten minutes, usually five minutes, to do the yep. whole exchange. So when somebody starts like not answering yes or no, she's like, I'm reclaiming my time. Basically, shut the fuck yep. up is what that means. And I love it every mm. single time. Yeah, it's just weird to me because she uses their institution's vernacular back at them and they don't have an answer because they're like, I'm, I'm not either I'm not familiar with this term or I don't know what you're talking about or what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, this is on your like letterhead or this is on your documents. This is on your institution's words and you don't know what I'm talking about. And they're like, well, uh, so it's okay. I'll explain this to you. And I'm just like, damn, you work there. You're the head. You're like one of the top people there. And you don't know how your business works. And this woman does. And she's, I mean, I understand that she's a part of, because she's a California representative. But yet she's not in these, like, she's not an employee of these businesses. But she seems to know them better than the people that run them. Which which blows my fucking mind. I'm actually glad we're, we're talking about this. So I'm going to segue into two things real quick. Um, if you're done on Ninja with talking to Teddy Porter, she's awesome. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I'm, I did a podcast earlier this week, um, and hopefully it should be become it should become something that would be sort of regular. I don't really know if it'll be regular or not. Um, shit. Hold on a second. Did we die? Did we die? Did we just die at internet death? <laughs> yeah, basically, just 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 for a second. For sure. What happened to Blue? We lose Blue. Hopefully, no, I'm still here. I'm just a ghost now. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. And it's now uh-huh. Sir Blue Ghost. Good. Oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. Ooh, ghost chair. I think we're back now, right? <laughs> yeah. Should be. Okay. So I, I did a I'm new sort of podcast series called um, A Balance Exchange with a guy who's actually in the podcast or in the chat right now. And uh, he's, Papa, Papa he's Papa Bear. Yeah, in the chat. And so we went through because he's a political science major and he's in the Marine Corps right now. He's a warrant officer, which is a really cool uh, position to have. And he works. He's basically a um, he's a teacher at McSess, which is um, a communication school for the Marine Corps in Twenty Nine Palms. I went to this. I went to the school back when I was a, a young Marine, and uh, we, we were going through uh, proportional representation in, in the House, and I got to learn all kinds of cool shit from this. Um, one thing that I learned, which I'm, I'm surprised that I didn't fucking know, I should have known, is that I assumed that uh, the, the Congress was separate from uh, the House of Representatives and the Senate. I'm totally fucking wrong. I don't know if you guys knew this, but it's this like they, when somebody says Congress, it's the House of Representatives and uh, the Senate together. <laughs> I didn't fucking know that. So. Hmm. I want to talk to him about uh, a few things that actually me and Stitch had talked about uh, earlier today, and it had to do with um, shit. What were we talking about today? Earlier today, Stitch. It wasn't. It wasn't the the Trump thing. Death penalty? No, it wasn't a death penalty. There was another thing that we were talking about. 
where I was like, we need, uh, I, I want to break it down further. Pardon. Not the pardon thing. I want to talk about the, the pardon thing, too, because I don't think it's really, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. But there was there was another issue where it's like, we need to break this. Oh, it was uh -oh, about the, uh, it was about the no, house the, uh, not reading bills. Stimulus. No, it was about the house not reading bills. Oh, and, okay. And how it's basically um, sort of basically impossible for them to really read the bills, in my opinion, in most people's opinion. Um, most of the, the House and likely most of the Senate do not read all the bills that come across their table. Um, and it's for semi-obvious reasons. Like one of them is a, is a timeline thing because some of these bills come across in sort of a, a, an expedited, expedited, expedited manner where they have to read like thousands of pages within the span of less less than a week, you know, and things to where um, it'll be a bill that doesn't really pertain to them or their constituents. So why the fuck would they read it to begin with? So they usually just um, vote down party lines. Like if the party says do this, then they'll do this. And I want to talk to him about probably on um, the third podcast that we do. I want I want him to to talk about. Um, bills and yeah, he's already saying it. they have uh, their staff summarize it for them which they don't read the bills <laughs> so that's what I, I want uh, to talk about probably on our, on our next next one is to really break down because I think most people they assume that when the people that are that are approving these bills that they are aware of everything that's that are in these bills but they're not I mean for the reasons that I mentioned earlier, and another reason why that we talked talk about in the podcast that will get released on someday. It'll probably be in the next week or so. Um, oh, I lost my fucking train of thought. There was no <clears> reason <throat> why they weren't going to release... They, they don't read them. Fuck. not fucking time because they... I know, yeah, I know I, the chat no. you had mentioned how they, they get it like last minute or there's like they have to rush it through Congress and then they, they actually vote for it and then turn around and read it later. Yeah, but this, the, this, the thing that, that he talked about, it, the time's going to catch up. He's going to tell me in the chat in a couple of couple of seconds, like what I'm talking about. Because we talked about literally uh, this issue like briefly on the podcast of like, you know, them not really talking about, them not really reading bills that co that go through Congress. You know, and it's just like so. It, it's strange. I could have that sworn that there was legal. Yeah, my bad, I'm sorry. Because it's because it, it, it's all in legalese. That's what it was. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I talked about it earlier too. Um, is yeah, that, it's isn't all there? Isn't there a um, thing where we they show they literally ask senators and representatives, "Did you read this bill?" And they say, "No, we don't have time. We got to vote on something else." And it shows like their interns or their quote unquote staff read it for them. And then they discuss it, and then they decide either the pipeline, like you were saying, or they vote outright. Yeah, and that and that's 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 the problem is that they don't actually they're getting it filtered through somebody else, you know, and having mm -hmm. it in, in legalese where they they don't understand because they're w when you look at uh, Congress, yeah, most a lot of them are lawyers, but uh, you know, there's mm -hmm. still a good portion of them that are not lawyers, and even if they are lawyers, like I, I go back to it before, is that. It could be a bill if they don't really give a shit about it. They don't understand. If if you tell, if you look at the latest, um, the tech CEOs going up to, to Congress and doing all these talks and all these stupid debates with Congress about how the, the internet fucking works, a lot of Congress are fucking morons when it comes to technology. And these are the same people that are writing bills to cover technology. And you, we have people that are up there literally asking why is stuff in my fucking spam filter. 
I'm like, you're asking the Google CEO that? Is that really the best way to spend your time for the American people? Is that ask them why they're stuffing your spam filter? And it, it, it's just in the solution that I think he that he had about this was basically expanding the house. Um, that that's one solution, but it's also having common terms for um, all like a lot of these bills. Is they have two versions, uh, common terms versions that everybody can fucking read, and then the legalese version that is actually a legal document. Um, What's kind of interesting because like with with like you know being like a, a U.S. citizen like you're, you you have a ability to vote and even like voting on some of the propositions that we get that shit can be so goddamn confusing like I, the one I can think of is like vote no on eight vote no on eight was like voting yes on eight or something like that like it's so worldly it's so worded so weirdly that it's, it's hard for somebody to understand so I can imagine these bills coming to like Congress people. Just being so fucking confusing that it's like shit. I don't know. I'm not even sure what I'm really fucking voting for. Yeah, so. it was. I think it was, it was the gay marriage thing you're talking. You're talking about. I don't think it was. Uh, maybe it was eight or fourteen or something like that. But yeah, basically you had to vote no for gay marriage, and it was like yeah. unless you read it, like <laughs> you know what I mean. You had to like read it because like just just the blurb would be like, you know, yeah, obviously I'm for gay marriage. I'm gonna say yes to this, but unless you read what it actually said, then you should have voted no. Yeah, I think. Yeah, vote. Uh, Proposition eight was to um, delegalize gay marriage or something like that. That's why you had to vote no on it. But people thought, <laughs> oh, voting no on this means I'm voting no on gay marriage, which was the, the total opposite. So yeah. It's like what the fuck. And just to really quickly point out, because I yeah, some of this gets a little fuzzy with history, but there were millions even in California at that time who were not for gay marriage. Famously, even at initially, and maybe Stitch can corroborate, uh, corroborate this, but Obama wasn't for gay marriage initially, you know? So there, there's a little bit of revisionist history that goes on with people saying, oh, uh, you know, everybody's always been for it. No, nah, yeah, no. millions and millions, in fact, the majority were not literally as recently as the, uh, the 2000s yeah even hillary clinton she famously talked about being against that and a bunch of other civil yep. rights issues um yep. that it's disgusting so like this is why you know when we talk about you know republicans today you know being against these things it's like listen a lot of the things that they're against today democrats were as well back in the day you know just yep. today they, they're socially yes they've evolved but i mean not all of them i mean if you look at like in california obviously we're not all democrats but um if you look at we have counties that are super red like orange county is super red um there's a couple other ones too that are super red but they they're they're washed out by the bay area and la and san diego so (laughs) i think san diego is red i think it's mostly because of the military well not mostly but it's part of it and also there's a lot of uh, money down there in parts of San Diego. A lot of money. Um, I think another issue that probably should be addressed is uh, the average age of a, you know, a, your representative, a congressperson, either, uh, either a senator or someone from the House of Representatives. They're well into their 40s and beyond. And to ask them to sit and read legislation that's anywhere from 500 to 1,200 pages long within the span of a week is most likely not even going to happen. So, I mean, there's that. Plus, you have these people voting on policies about 
certain situations that they don't fully understand tech being one of them um i think fracking the whole fracking uh situation going on in the u.s i don't think that was fully explained to a lot of um congress people too so things like that uh can get muddy muddied misconstrued and then you know uh the people end up asking them like hey what are you doing this is kind of bad or this needs to be better for us or whatnot so there's a lot of stuff that happens that uh gets slipped through the cracks as they say it's because a lot of them are either don't comprehend or just don't have the time yeah our, our state representatives are not all or even the majority like college professors or anything like that they're not all knowing beings i mean we've heard them talk completely out of pocket uh as you say uh, i mean most recently on the uh the tech issues you can go back even further when they talked about a lot of times with gun control where they are talking about classifying stuff as like assault rifles not knowing the difference between an automatic and a semi-automatic but they're out there on the soapbox screaming and yelling we need to to, to remove this this gun because it's it can fire a thousand bullets in a second blah 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 yeah. and they're holding like something that the magazine doesn't even hold that so yeah. there are there are examples throughout the entire course of, of history past recent and all over the united states when where they don't know what they're talking about i, I mean i don't want to give the impression like these these are our most our scholars of the world and that we need to put our blind faith and trust in them to to read and, and be all knowledgeable about everything i mean i don't expect the the representative from fucking Idaho to know anything or give a fuck about fucking immigration reform about what what is going on in, in Arizona in terms of like immigrants coming in and and applying for a driver's license. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, but yeah. issues that happen in certain places, I can't it, just say, but I don't. They yeah, in a perfect world, they should care about all this stuff. The person in California should care about what's happening in Vermont because we're all the United States and we all need to be all team go. But in a real world, it's not like that and everything. So, I mean, I understand that. And it sucks that, yeah, in a, in a perfect world, they, they, they would be knowledgeable and at least, or at least try to understand some stuff about that. But I mean, yeah, it's, I, I know, I know shit I don't understand. And I ask questions. I, I would, I personally, if I was in that position and was, was voting on, I mean, I do know what fracking is because I live in Louisiana. I have a lot of friends that are in the oil field. But if someone was like, oh yeah, it's it, we're just voting no on fracking because whatever, I would, if it was me personally, I'd be like, well, what the fuck's fracking? Like someone explain it to me. Um, but obviously a lot of these people, they're just like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hit the golf course or whatever at Pebble Beach. Yeah, the, the problem is, is that, you know, what you're saying is, is totally valid, but it's also at the same time, it's like nobody's paying you to not, to to pay attention or to not pay attention to certain issues, and that that's one of the other problems with uh, with Congress is that these people are are bought and paid for by certain corporations. You know, like like look at the the whole gun lobby thing. Like we were talking about, you know, guns earlier. Um, if you look at gun control, look at California's super restrictive gun laws. We have all those restrictions on on rifles. And most of the restrictions that are on rifles, when they call them quote-unquote assault rifles, which is a fucking stupid-ass term, the actual legal definitions of those things, it's four things, and most of those things actually make the firearm more controllable for the user. And if you look at the like the pistol grip, the, uh, the compensator, and uh, what was the other one? Buttstock. The butts, uh, yeah. Buttstock, the... Um... 
the the bu bullet bump that was it. Uh... Oh my god! You should know was this. Come on, man! Why are you messing this up? I know that. I know it was. It was I, I know the detachable magazine is the other one, but which is stupid. But at the, in the meantime, it's like the, the vast majority of gun deaths in America are by handguns, and there's literally very little um, regulations on handguns, except for a smaller magazine, in, in which case I, I can change a magazine in less than a second. You know what I mean? I can just carry a bunch of other magazines or just not pay attention to that law at all and just buy a larger capacity magazine. It's just this is the level of you know stupid shit that, that we're talking about. When If you want to actually attack the real problem of gun violence and violence as a whole, would be to understand the actual issue with abundance and scarcity. Like the vast majority of these people that are actually committing crimes with guns are living a life of scarcity because they're fucking poor and they need resources and they don't have resources. And so they're using a, a weapon of any sort to get their resources, but they're not willing to, to, to <clears throat> rectify that issue. They just want to rectify the issue of the scary looking thing because I told you it was scary. So because the, the other problem is, is, is way more complicated. But it's also the way more complicated problem. If you fix that, you'd probably fix most fucking problems in America. You know? Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, let us know when that one comes out. Uh, it sounds like it's in the can or you know, being processed still. Because uh, I'm very much interested. And, and what was his? Uh, what was his name? Or what's his his, his podcast name? Uh, P Papa Bear or Blue? Yeah, it's his last okay. name. So Papa. yeah. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel can't, he Blue. can't be fucking blue, goddammit, no. We no, can't. it's Baloo. His actual last name. B-E-L-E-W. If I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't gonna work. It's gotta, it's gotta be Bob Bear or something. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, so, uh, Blue, you're gonna have to fight this other Blue on, like, a top of a mountain uh, well, at sunset with a... With their your katana, blue would lose. With the best blue win. Blue would lose horribly. He's an active marine right now, so uh. <laughs> he, would, he would lose terribly. <laughs> but I'm a U.S. citizen, so he's supposed to be protecting me. So uh. <laughs> he, he gonna protect that wind pipe. But but you're also okay. black, so <laughs> I mean, <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, 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 he might be black too. So no, he's, he's not. He's not. Um, All right, let, 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 let me get this pardon thing out there real quick. Yeah, um, yeah, I was gonna before, say, get to it. This shit is this shit is evolving. Like, I, I don't know, some some shit might have changed in the last hour or whatever. For all, for all we know, but um, there to encompass a, a crazy another world one week. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the last episode uh, of the cast, but during last week we had Giuliani dripping his hair, screaming uh, <laughs> to fucking microphones and shit like that, acting a complete fucking ass and everything. But uh, I guess it was reported maybe like yesterday, two days ago, that um, sources are saying that he's inquiring about being able to pardon himself, his kids, and uh, his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, and everything. And this was kind of talked about dating back to a couple years ago, kind of like, can he actually do this or not? And people were just like, it was kind of left open-ended. Um, and... This is where it gets complicated. I mean, just for, I'll give a quick sort of rundown and an explanation on the, the whole presidential thing. And I, I think the most important thing about this is that when you are reading any sort of like old legal, old legal document, the word shall is like one of the, is, is a huge word when you're reading an actual do, document. 
It's not like, oh, should or whatever. If, some, if something in it says like shall, that pretty much defines what it is that you do. There's no room for like interpretation. So the president has presidential pardon powers. It's like Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution says that he can issue pardons uh, for offenses not including his uh, to avoid impeachment and everything. And they have to be for federal crimes. You can't go down on a state level and do stuff. That's something that the governor has to issue pardons for. So it's it's happened all throughout history. Pretty much most of the, most of the time, it happens towards the end of a president's um, term, where he'll go through and he'll issue his pardons. I mean, it's been done through from Washington to Obama and everything, and they've varied from. You've had several presidents not give any mainly because they died, and then the highest one that that uh, gave the highest amount of pardons, FDR, gave over like twenty eight hundred actual pardons. Um, where it gets interesting with this one, and pardons have been in the framework of the Constitution since the beginning, is that he, there is no technical shall, shall not, in terms of when it comes to pardoning yourself against the, uh, for, against the crimes and everything. All it says is that if it's to avoid impeachment, that's, that's off, off limit. The only time that it's been close and looked into was with Nixon and Ford in uh, 74. Uh, Nixon, pretty much every, the writing was on the wall. Nixon was going to be impeached and everything. He decided to resign, step down in like a one sentence letter just saying, I resign, I'm out due to the whole Watergate scandal. Uh, Gerald Ford became president and then issued him a pardon, a blanket, a blanket pardon uh, covering from any actions that he incurred during his time as a president. That is not the first time that that's been done. That's gone back to times back in like uh, the Confederacy days uh, during the uh, um, during the uh, I think it was Jackson and then Jefferson also did another pardon in terms of like a blanket pardon. And even after Ford did his, Carter issued a blanket pardon for all so-called draft dodgers. So mm-hmm. a lot of people when the, when the draft was going on, they fled to Canada and, and stuff, and that was technically a federal crime. When uh, Carter went in office, he issued, I mean, I don't know the timeline if he did it like first day or whatever, but he issued a pardon saying, all so-called draft dodgers, you are forgiven. I waved my pardon wand, all gone. Real quick, hold on. Sorry, there's something that Papa Bear brought up in the in the chat and something that's actually relevant. When you talk about FDR pardoning all those people, the reason why is because he accused the president for a fucking long ass time. <laughs> he was the president yeah, from 33 he was, he was four, until four, 45. Yeah. <laughs> But, but still, 2,800 is a, is a lot yeah. <laughs> and everything. I, I mean, I, I'd have to sort of go back and do like averages or whatever. I, uh, I have a little, like some notes like uh, like Obama did 212, Bush 189, Clinton was 396, Bush, uh, senior Bush was 774 in terms of like the number of pardons that they actually did. But um, where it becomes sort of interesting and in, where people are like, can he actually issue a blanket pardon for his kids? Yes, he can. Uh, yep. Having the the whole pardon power is relatively absolute. Where it gets tricky, though, in terms of being able to pardon yourself, is that the whole concept of having like a legitimate legal process has to do with you not being able to be the judge of your own guilt or innocence. Essentially, that's that's what term determines like the whole judiciary process. Or else it's like a fucking kangaroo court. It's like this is this is just a complete sham so if you are essentially 
saying like, oh, I'm on trial, but it doesn't matter. I'm the judge of saying if this person can get a pardon or not. You can't really, you shouldn't be able to apply it to yourself. However, there's been nothing specific that has been decided on the Supreme Court saying you can or cannot do that. Yeah. However, you can, you don't have to actually be charged with said crime, just like with Nixon and, and um, the draft dodgers that did run out and everything. And it goes back to like 1918, uh, there was a case with Bundick versus the United States, where when you are granted a pardon, it is considered an admission or a confession of guilt. So that is all you need to do. It doesn't need to be done in, in, a, in a legal court document or like a, a court of law is just like, yeah, I did that. I confess I did that. Okay, I'm write this paper up. You get a pardon, you're all good. However, this is what's going to play out that's going to be very interesting is once you're a pardon, your Fifth Amendment no longer applies to you. So yep. if you are subpoenaed for court and asked to talk about whatever it is that you, you may or may not have done, you have to honest, truthfully, or else that would be perjury, and you cannot be like, oh, well, I, I don't want to incriminate myself because since you had the part, the pardon, you can't incriminate yourself because you've been pardoned for said sort of crime and everything. That's sort of a broad aspect of it where I I don't know what I if all this where all this is kind of going to and it's going to get interesting is if he decides to just be greedy enough and just not give up the Infinity Gauntlet and says, I'm gonna pardon myself, fuck you, do whatever you want to do, then it's gonna be a whole big legal traffic jam. And with this, and it's gonna get taken to the Supreme Court, which he has handpicked in many ways, but then that's going to be a huge like character test in terms of like those judges determining if this person is so-called above the law, where a president can just be like, I can do whatever the fuck I want, and I can issue a pardon, and that would be extremely, extremely dangerous to set that precedent uh, for a president to do. Essentially, you could just be handing out pardons for money, which ironically is something that came out in the news yeah. like yesterday. <laughs> um, so, go ahead. Yeah, so and, I, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm right there with, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I just want to okay. really, really quickly say, um, right there with you, you, you uh, laid out that history quite well in terms of everything with uh, Nixon and Ford, that was back in Watergate scandal 73. I get you. My, my thing is, we're not just talking about Trump. We're talking about a precedent that would be on paper forevermore. You know, regardless of who's in, in that White House, uh, they would have the same authority to do that for themselves on the federal level going forward to infinity, unless there's some amendment or, or, or something that restricts that power. So we got to be real careful with that. And then secondly, um, I just want to go back to what you started with. There are New York state cases that are being compiled right now that have nothing to do with federal pardons whatsoever. So there is still a high probability that there will be at least charges come uh, 2021 against him and possibly other co-conspirators in his, in his administration for good reason. And there's a lot of legal jeopardy that he's in no matter what he does. And I just right. want to make just, sure that point is clear. Just to put a little bow tie on it, um, the, the uh, Congress, I mean, if he were to sort of issue a pardon on himself and everything, uh, Congress in theory might be able to try to log jam it. Uh, Article one, section eight, 
Congress says that they have the power to make sure that all laws are necessarily applied by all branches of the, the government, the executive, legislative, and obviously with him, it's more of the executive. So essentially by him saying, I am the law, I can do what I want and break the law, then Congress in theory should be able to step in. Now, all this is going to be argued in, in court and everything because and essentially if he goes, yeah. yeah, and it could get argued a number of ways in terms of like him actually violating the actual so-called oath that he took when he, when he became president saying he promises to faithfully execute the office of the president. By doing that and saying, I'm gonna commit these crimes and just pardon myself, you're not executing the oath that you swore to. So Congress in theory might be able to step in and be like, yeah, you got these pardon powers, but we can't, we we can limit corrupt pardons and everything, which would have to be brought up and challenged by Congress itself, which means they would have to have the balls to rise up against this, which who knows if, if that's the case. But it, it, the it's funny also, thing about this, oh, it, it, just one last part, I'm sorry. But, the, um, what I was thinking about the other route is that let's say the week before he decides to step down put pence into president role pence mm -hmm. could wave his pardon wand and yep. then it's hands off but then he would have to give up the power which him being the fucking narcissist that he is i don't know if he would do that and old ninja will remember uh the last episode of house of cards season five where frank uh underwood steps down uh, because he was getting charged uh, possibly with like money laundering, he decides he's going to step down, let his wife become president to get the pardon. And his wife just kind of was like, nah, I'm not going to pardon you. But yep. he, was, he was just left out to dry. That would be Dude. the only thing. And that would be fucking hilarious if that happened. Bruh. Like, so fucking levels. So th <laughs> this is. That was such. That was, by the way, that was such a good fucking episode. There was so much tension in that episode. It was so good. So my thoughts on the, on the you know potential of you know Trump parting himself like to me it doesn't really make any logical sense like if you're not being charged with anything at current time like how could you pardon yourself from anything it, it'd be like you going to a hospital and ask for chemotherapy and you don't have cancer <laughs> so I don't understand like why this is this is even like even being talked about like there's literally no open federal cases against him right now. He's not being asked to go to court for anything, and I think it's a smart move. Like, I think that he has a mountain of litigation that is going to await him after he um, is done with being the president, and I think he knows that, and I think that's why he's floating around all these kind of strange ideas. But it's like, hey, man, nobody, um, you know, Mueller already talked about this this conundrum when he released his report. He said that. The point of this report is not to file criminal charges against the president because we cannot do that because it was not it was not in the purview of his investigation. It's not it's not in the purview because he was a president because he's he's protected. But he laid down a whole bunch of shit that if he wasn't the president that he could be liable for. So I think that is what he is not really understanding um, is that I think people are just waiting for him not to be president anymore. And they're gonna sue the shit out of him, like, and I, I, I fully expect him to be, literally, the day after or the week or so after, maybe the month after he steps down from being, not steps down, that after he gets removed from being president, that he's gonna be in court for basically the rest of his fucking life, um, and the only possibility that he has, which he keeps fucking up, is to have uh, President-elect Joe Biden pardon him, which would be 
um, traditionally the right move to do. I mean, that's what Ford did. He, he pardoned, uh, you know, Nixon for this exact same reason. It's to heal, help heal the country. Because at the end of the day, there's still over 70 million people that believe in this dude. And if, and if, and if this dude goes down in some spectacular fashion, there is a good chance that a, a portion of those people are going to do something fucking reckless in America. And they're going to be totally disenfranchised at best. At worst, it, it would come to violence. So, I don't know what. Obviously, only Trump knows what he might have or done that the public doesn't, in general, know about. Uh, I mean, just based off whatever dropped yesterday from that federal judge with all these redacted names and stuff, in terms of bribery or pardons, that's some. That's a federal crime right there. I mean, you can you can pardon whoever you want to, but in terms, and but you can't go around. There's only one person that can pardon you from federal crimes, and that's the president. So even even if it, names are redacted on that paper, you can read the tea leaves, and this probably has something to do potentially with with the president, based on whatever they found off those 50 phones and and other devices that the the um, I think it was the FBI um, confiscated from from that that legal office and everything. So yeah. if that is one of the things or, or whatever that he's worried about, if that's the the big hidden secret uh, thing in the room, then that potentially could be what he's trying to maybe pardon himself from if it were a pay for pardon scam that he had running or that he's complicit and can get directly tied to him. I don't know. Well, but not, it just, but it, that, that's something right it's there. just very odd when he's talking about pardoning, pardoning himself and his, his members of his family and Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. It's like, listen, man, literally everybody you're talking about has no open court cases against you. So why are you even talking about it? It's it's like showing your poker hand too early, you know. What I mean, it's like literally yeah. just flipping it around. Like look look what I got. This is what I got. But it's like well, nobody look, nobody knew what you had. Nobody knew what you did. So like, what the fuck are you doing? That, let, that's let me, assuming that this guy is smarter. But well, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, hold on. Let me let me go back to let me go back to one quick thing though. I mean, it, it just has to be said. The big distinction, as I see it, for the Nixon Ford situation. Uh, Ford, and you guys stop me if I'm wrong on this, but Ford was the VP and obviously in the same party and then became became the president. Yeah. There's a different situation with, with, with Biden. Um, now, he can certainly do a, a presidential uh, pardon if, if that's what he's, he's so inclined, but Ford was a, a, a different animal having been the VP under Nixon. That's and he what was I also, no, I mean, he only did one term as well. Yeah, it's. I yeah. mean, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, but at the same time, I think that I, I think there's a very strong argument to be made that what you know, President-elect Joe Biden should do, no matter what the charges are against Donald Trump, is to pardon him for all of them federally. Yeah. To 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 I mean, to, to stop like basically a, a potential of a civil war. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm. Not- I'm not. I'm not on that 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 page at all per se. I will say this though: um, Biden has said that uh, the his Justice Department is going to whatever independent, separate from him. I mean, he gave the right answer. Do their jobs, you know. But but even still, again, since we're only talking federally, that <laughs> there's there's New York State stuff going after him right after he's out of office. And so ultimately, 
if there is a result of a criminal conviction uh, at the state level, then what good is is this federal yeah. pardon any goddamn way? Yeah, no, I, I I totally understand, but at least I mean, at least it would show that at least to his President Trump supporters is that the the person that illegitimately to them to some of their eyes uh, became president that he didn't go after the the former president and put him in jail like th- this is i understand it's a fucking stupid ass argument but that's all these <laughs> these dumbasses are thinking seriously like just I, I believe plenty of people think it i i'm i'm with you on plenty of people thinking it I, yeah i just i mean i find the ford stuff what just drastically different i will tell you what should happen right now you're a better okay? person than me yeah what what should happen right now is uh vice president mike pence should enact the 25th amendment and remove trump from office that's what should happen right now but no nope, he's he can enact it well some somebody whoever the fuck has the power to do that they need to enact it and that's what needs to happen because right now especially if you're a republican listen if i was a republican and I was in some high, if I was a governor or some shit, I'd be fucking, especially if I was in goddamn Georgia, I'd be so fucking angry right now with the, with the current president because he's literally fucking over the Republican Party for selfish reasons. And what I mean by that is he has literally told all 70 plus thousand, 70 plus million, sorry, of his supporters that voted for him to be the president that this is a fraudulent president. It's the, it was all a fraud. You know, everything, you know, they all sold votes for all these various, you know, reasons that don't even really exist. And so there's a runoff in Georgia that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. I think I think the next couple of weeks. And those those voters that are Republicans, they're not going to come to the polls because they think that it's all a sham that this that the Democrats stole the election and that there's no reason for them to even show up. And so. I don't know why the Republican Party doesn't stand up and be like, hey, man, stop. We still have the Senate for now. But they're not going to have that if you keep telling them that no matter how you vote, it's going to go towards the Democrats. And I don't think he understands that. Somebody needs to grow some balls and just stand up to this dude and tell him to just, hey, man, stop. You're fucking lost. All right? You're fucking lost. Stop messing up this entire party. These 75 million people, though, I mean... Normally, I'm, I'm the more positive outlook one and everything. I just don't think that they, I mean, I don't think they can be reached overnight. I mean, these are the same people no. <laughs> that that you have that had to be. They can. What are you talking about? They literally just, again, they that, just were. That they believed, they believed Obama was a fucking Muslim terrorist that wasn't born <laughs> in America. They, they don't believe in, in simple numbers or math in terms of 80 million being more than 70 million that believes votes were manifested over midnight. They don't believe in simple science like like masks will help reduce the spread of fucking germs. The, and then for the 25th Amendment part, fucking it should have been enacted when you had the leader of the free world in quarantine with a potential deadly virus, probably one of the most deadliest virus we've seen in our lifetime, on oxygen in quarantine. Where yeah. he's pretty, pretty much unable and incapable to do anything because he's in, in a hotel room and they were just like, we're just going to let this ride out and just hope nothing bad happens while well, he's completely off the grid right now. He can't be around, physically be around people because he's a fucking, he's patient zero or whatever. Yeah, no. And they didn't, they didn't enact the 25th Amendment then. Like, they, it's embarrassing I, that they're all shook. Like, like fucking Mob Deep said, they just shook. Like, like, 
So Stitch, what, ridiculous. what you said was super valid, except for the part about they cannot be convinced overnight. Yes, the fuck they can, because everything you just said, they were literally convinced pretty much over fucking night about all this shit. They're convinced about voter fraud overnight. They're convinced about uh, President Obama like not being a being a Muslim and being a, not an American. All this stuff they were convinced with in a very short time frame. All it would take um, is somebody on the Republican side to stand the fuck up and convince them to come back to fucking reality. So uh, I just wanted. Uh, I I had a question about. Yeah, I had a question about what um, Cronus was just talking about. Were you referring to the politicians or to his supporters about them being turned overnight or seeing the evidence or whatnot? It, well, it he um, it was mainly his supporters, and then the, hmm. the he turned the supporters first, and that made the politicians change because they have to they have to go with what the what their constituents mainly say. You know what so, I mean? So uh, I want to I want to say that even. Even despite him getting sick, even despite the reports of him being oxygen, even despite him going out to see people or infecting Secret Service, to some of his supporters, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I literally, I had to literally listen to a friend of mine who was in tears because her father and stepmother say literally said that Trump is their Jesus. Like he's literally going to save them yeah. from what's happening in America, and the whole mass thing—they still don't, they still don't care about. Um, you got people having orgies in Louisiana, having super spreaders, ended up in the news and stuff. These people—it's it, from what I'm able to witness. Well, and no matter what happens, none of this is changing their mind. Well, that, they're pro-Trump all the way. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Though they, they need to listen. They got. They're gonna take a hit either goddamn way. All right, it's either take a hit long term because if they go to the, go down the route they're going right now, I'm a Negro Dominus for you. If they let President Trump go down in flames with a basically a fucking nuclear bomb, um, the Republican Party will not recover for the next eight fucking years. At least the next mm -hmm. eight fucking years. It's it's just not gonna happen. All right. So no, no matter how you need to to frame it, they need to have somebody come forward and be like, hey, listen. This guy's been selling you snake oil. You ate it up, but this is reality. Like, if they need some some new leader, it's fine. But somebody needs to, to bring these people back to the table or just disenfranchise them from not voting again. Which is basically... Yeah. But that's what Trump is doing right so, now anyway. Sorry, I was on, I mean, who, who, but, but who, though? No, Like, for example, McK there is nobody currently in on the Republican side of things that I would say has more... Uh, is, has higher, whatever, clout than did several years ago and McCain famously stood up to him and be like yo this is kind of you, you need to chill out and he turned the entire world against fucking McCain who was a goddamn war hero yep. and, and presidential can, uh, candidate and everything I mean I, I have no issues with McCain I would have voted for him if he had been the final if he had gone against Gore I would have voted for him over uh, Gore and everything like that. I, I want. I thought he was. He would have been a, a good president, and he completely turned the war hero John McCain into a leopard of his own party. He was just yep. like, "Yo, this guy is just radical, or whatever, like that." You you ride with with me, the Trump, the Don. Are you gonna ride with the war hero, prisoner of war, uh, legend? Oh, we're, we're gonna ride with you, Donald. Yeah. Like, the, it, honestly, it's so it, fucking brainwashed. Yeah, I get it. And, it, and it bothers me when I have like members of my own brothers and sisters in the military that ride with this, this fucking draft dodge and piece of shit. 
that uh, that said really disparaging things about John McCain. Anyway, um, it, it will take literally the majority of the RNC standing up together against this dude. That's yep. what I want to see. They need to like be like, listen, we're not going to give you any more air. You're not getting any more RNC money. You're not getting any more RNC airtime. Um, we are standing against you because you do not represent what the Republican National Convention represents. That's what it'll take. And the fact that they're not doing it, they're fucking cowards because they just want to get they want to get the votes that he that he got. But listen, the votes that he got, whoever the fuck you put up there, that's not Trump. You're not going to get it. So I don't understand why you keep sucking this dude's dick. Like you, you're not you, you're not going to be as brash as he, or you shouldn't. I fucking hope for the for the sake of this nation, you should not be you should not emulate this person because he has divided this country so far that that's where we are today. Listen, we're going to hit 300,000 people dead from a single fucking virus this year. Do, do you hear do you hear him talking about this ever since the election? Has he ever brought up COVID and the amount of deaths over the past two days? Over 4,000 people have died from COVID. All right. Yep. We're going to hit 300,000 before the end of the year. That is more than World War One. And surprisingly, I looked this up today. In World War One, over 100,000 people died. Do you know what most of them died from? This fucking influenza in 1918. More people yep. died from the, the influenza of 1918 than actually died in combat in World War One. And yeah, guess what? Well, and we're, we're creeping up to World War fucking two levels. World War Two is yeah. over 400,000 people. We're going to hit that before spring of next year if we keep heading down the same route and nobody's fucking talking about it. You keep listening to him complaining about the fraudulent election. I don't give a fuck. I don't, if every single fucking vote was stolen, I don't give a single fuck. Almost 300,000 of our own citizens have died from your mismanagement. What are you going to do about that about, shit? About World War One. World War One is like over like a little bit more than three years. So over three years, that amount of people died. Mm-hmm. We have over 300,000 people died this in in a couple of months. And what, uh, what, since March, we started yep. losing people. So it's been what, uh, nine we, months? Come on. We, so we understand we're, that we are, we are, we're logical fucking humans, but these other people, he, he ran on a fucking a statement that said, fuck your feelings, Trump 2020. That, those were getting printed out and put on fucking flags. Like we've been this in this Trump? situation since March and his base doesn't fucking get it. They don't want to get it. He's not even, he's not even trying to pretend. He gave up the code talk, the fucking dog whistling. When he's just like, oh, whatever, stand down, stand by, or whatever. It is what it is. When when it turns the people are dying, you find out, oh, he actually knew about it and knew how deadly this virus was back in like February, and he's giving interviews. This is this is not conspiratorial, conspiracy type shit. These are words coming from his mouth, on tape, on paper, on video, and it, it doesn't matter to this large group of people. Like it's a cult. Like it it. They, they don't care. They're just, they will do whatever the fuck it is that this dude says. Oh, contest the election, fight, whatever, send death threats to, to the to people, ballot, ballot counters in Georgia and shit like that. Count, I want you to say, stop the count here. I want you to say, fucking count all the votes here. Just, just boss, I'm gonna do that. Like, yeah. They don't fucking Plotting to kidnap people and shit. Yeah. yeah, kidnapping governors and shit. Yeah, yeah. didn't give a fuck, yeah. Oh, but she was yeah, a Democrat. Me, Who gives me, a fuck? Go yeah, ahead. Let, let me let me just say this really quickly too. And I'm I'm with you guys. I mean, it, it's 
righteous outrage. It's justified. Um, I, I hate the deaths, all of it. it, it it's affected every single one of us. Um, but here, I'm going to go back to the whole thing about the pardon. I think we need to have a much more adult conversation about presidential and executive powers in general. And no, regardless of who's in office, limit some of those. I think we need to have that discussion. And then secondly, I think it's going to be neither here nor there if these New York prosecutors for the state laws, uh, state violations, and he's got plenty of them, actually hit home runs. And I think it only takes one of these big time charges for, and he can't, he can't pardon himself for it, or you know, there's no protection for it. I think some of these state violations or charges are going to stick. Yeah. And you talk about that base of 70 plus million and all that. Well, if you're convicted for New York state uh, criminal charges, I don't give a fuck if, you know, if you guys did vote, if someone did vote for the guy, a conviction would mean a jail sentence for him. Yeah, Bellasio yeah. isn't gonna give him a pardon. I think it's Bellasio, <laughs> almost the mayor, right? And, and Bellasio's the governor of New York. I think it's the other way around. He's the uh, mayor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, other way around. So, um, they ain't really, gonna give him no pardon. Just really quick, did anyone read the Mueller, has anyone oh, read the Mueller report, at be, least the Cliff Notes? Before we get into the Mueller report, I just wanna, I wanna clarify something real quick. Just keep a pin on that real quick. So I want you to talk about it. When I say that I don't give a shit about you know, um, even if, you know, the, the Democrats stole the election. All right. I said that kind of flippantly. I would give a fuck if they stole the election. There's literally no evidence that that happened. So that, that's the main reason why I said that. There's no evidence. None. If you want to talk about it um, and show me all this fucking bullshit videos and all this, it, it didn't, none, none, nothing that is going to change the election. None of that evidence has, has come forward yet. So just stop. All right. My other point is, is are 300,000, 300, I guess right now, 379,000 lies more important than one election? That's what I'll ask you. I, I think that those lives, remember what, remember what the president said, one life is too many. We're approaching 300,000. Again, I will ask, if one is too many, then what, where are we at now? How do you quantify this? I'm asking, honestly, if one is too many and you have... Hundreds of thousands of times past that, and and they keep using, they keep uh, giving it less and less time in their speeches, in their um, uh, fucking financial means, like all the, they they're not they're not giving anything to these release. They're just saying, oh well, there's gonna be uh, a vaccine potentially soon. I literally listened to Kaylee McEnany today. Kaylee McEnany today say that there's gonna be uh, 40, 40 million doses available before the end of the year of vaccines that's down from 100 100 million that president trump talked about earlier this year but i guess we'll just fucking forget about that um that's literally fucking impossible okay this is it's, it's december 2nd right now you're telling me that in uh what 30 or 29 days that uh pfizer is going to come up with 40 million doses of a new vaccine and distribute it with within less than a month that is fucking stupid as shit i, I can i'm sure prodigy can tell you this but that's it's basically fucking impossible for any new drug for this to happen and they and the base is going to eat that up even though they lied about it before remember when they told you that it's going to all be done before fucking before easter where are we at now when easter was around not even a thousand people died 
You know, they, they keep lying to people and they keep eating it up. He's too busy putting a patent on the Trump vaccine. Yeah. Or whatever, because he's a fucking mm -hmm. narcissist. That, that, like you said, I mean, it, when they tell you who they are, believe them. I want to see this. Narcissist. Listen, when, when they, I hope they frog walk him, but they probably won't. Out of the fucking White House. I want literally every single person that died, I want a picture of their faces lining his way out. So he understands the damage that he's done to this fucking country. Yep. He ain't gonna show up. He ain't gonna show up at that that uh that in, uh, Dude, uh, math, inauguration. Mathematically, it's it's damn near impossible for them to make that many vaccines, and like, like they would have to make a vaccine like, oh god, it's a two-part dose. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a two-part dose too, which is which means they need like eighty fucking things. But then also, it has a seven-day has a seven-day shelf life. It has to be at a certain temperature. For the whole entire time, which doesn't make any kind of fucking. I, I'm gonna yeah. remind you guys. I'm gonna remind you guys of another obstacle that, that uh, we're uh, uh, pussyfooting around. The overwhelming majority of Americans—red, blue, purple, whatever the fuck—have said, "I don't trust that bullshit. I'm not putting that in me." So, um, even some, even some, uh, you, you know, I'm in healthcare. Even some of my healthcare <laughs> workers are like, mm, this shit happened too fucking fast and I don't trust the guidelines on it. We need to run more tests. Let's 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 confirm that we're really dealing with something that's gonna help. So regardless of the magical math of, you know, we can make a 80 million in, in two weeks or whatever bullshit, how many are going to say, yes, please, I'll be I'll be the first uh, first one to get it. I'm a I'm a nurse. I'm a doctor. I'm I'm working in a retirement home. I need it. I need this first uh, dosage right away. I think you're going to have less than you fucking think. Scary. And, you know. I, so look, we we ain't out of the fucking woods. The the numbers are getting fucking worse. It's scary outside. Uh, and and here's the other thing too. We have not actually hit the bump from the all the thanksgiving travel from last week no no that's that's gonna hit in like a, a week and a half from now a week and a half from yeah. now you're gonna well, see the death the death rate likely spike it's already it's, it's already spiking right now then you what's got christmas right around the corner yeah. what's interesting too is that like you know some of these political figures that are out there i'm, I'm just gonna say it like gavin newton for example uh the governor of california like mm -hmm. this motherfucker got caught slipping went out to napa had a fucking dinner party with like more than you're supposed to at the french laundry and it yeah french laundry and actually his, his kid turned around and ended up with COVID. so COVID's kind of in his household right now not so much knowing if he has yet but i think uh the mayor of san francisco i think she came out yeah. today yep and Find she has said thing. that she has COVID. or what is it her family or her well, she she went to the French Laundry right after him. You got um, mm -hmm. the mayor of San Jose that got, got caught going to his uh, uh, Thanksgiving party in Saratoga with his family friends. You got uh, a Mile High Blurred's uh, mayor uh, traveling after telling everybody in Denver to not not uh, uh, do any travel over the Thanksgiving break. People yeah. didn't. We on Be the BTI were responsible podcasters and told people, "Hey, stay home, miss this." A lot of people, hundreds of millions of Americans, said. Fuck that noise! I gotta go see Grandma and eat this turkey. So, there was yeah. another large that was like, like I mean, all this shit up together. It's something like you know, it's like I don't want to I don't want to miss my seat at the table this year. 
so I can see my grandpa and grandma and stuff like that. But next year, you know, your grandma and grandpa seats gonna be missing because they'll be fucking dead from the coronavirus. Yeah, this is this so is the problem. Waiting, but, you're wasting one year to see them versus having like one year not seeing them and be able to see them like a couple of fifty or, or ten or fifteen years later, you can still see them. Yeah, th- I mean, this is the problem that I have. There is a way to responsibly travel. All right, I did it mm-hmm. earlier this year, but the way that you have to do it is it's not convenient. Like I had to I had to fly out to Michigan to go get my oldest daughter. We drove back from Michigan, and you know what we did? We waited uh, eight days, and then we got a COVID test. And once it came back negative, then we got re- like we we literally just me and her we quarantined in our house. All right, so I had to miss my youngest daughter and my girlfriend for eight days, then get the test, and then once it came back negative, which it did the first time we took it, it came back negative, and then we reunited. But nobody's doing that right now. Like they, they just they're just gonna go travel and then do their thing and then put, you know they they're not thinking about it. Like if you're gonna do it, just fucking do it responsibly. I understand it's inconvenient to have to wait a number of days and get a goddamn test. But if you're not doing it, then you don't know who the fuck you're affecting. It's showing in the numbers right now, and that's why I understand what most of America is just, are just ignoring. Like we're it's spiking. Like we never had a second wave. We are still literally in the first wave right now it just keeps going up because people are too fucking dumb to understand how nor- how numbers work like seriously and, and we don't have empathy i'm, I'm just gonna, i'm sorry no we I'm have apathy say this <laughs> we, we don't have any empathy or level of just basic human decency of hey there's a lot of deaths let me try to be careful hey you know uh this this thing is contagious um all of the he- health experts in the fucking world that are worth a damn are saying this is these are the things we can do washing our washing our hands keeping our distance putting on the fucking mask just do your fucking part like in world war two um you know uh, world war one plenty of wars americans understood that you have to make fucking sacrifices sometimes you know what i mean like recycling tin cans uh, doing your doing your part you know what i mean like you you need some fucking just resp- a, a, a higher sense of responsibility for just public safety in general. I'm sorry. It, it's it's infuriating. Oh man. It, it's really it's really infuriating when when literally um at least for I think most of us on well some of us on this podcast some of you guys ha- have to go to work in like in the office. I get that. But like yep. for me I've been I I've had to stay at home and not do shit for like the longest time. Yep. For yep. ever since I I actually I quarantined early. Like I I quarantined back in like early fucking March. When I was like, this doesn't sound good. My girlfriend's had through open heart surgeries. I'm going to just, I just stopped. That's when I stopped doing jujitsu. And I was just like, it, I hope that I can come back soon. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've been able to do jujitsu since then. I actually had a friend of mine. One of the first guys that I actually met in jujitsu uh, hit me up the other day on Facebook. And he's like, yeah, you know, we should, uh, he's basically, he has, he has his own bubble. And, you know, let's, let's uh, see if we can roll and, and train. And I was like, well, do you go in the office? He's like, yeah, I go in the office. I was like, then we can't do it, man. I'm sorry. Like, I really want to fuck it. I, I, I want to simulate murder with you. I really do. Um, he understood, which is great because he, he knows me. Um, but I'm just like, hey, man, you know, if you go in the office, I, I, I can't. I, I literally, I can't fucking take the risk to possibly kill somebody that I love or kill somebody that I don't even fucking know by accident. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's to go back to the, the vaccine part, you can't spend months shitting on science and doctors and then the head 
virologists and immunologists of the United States, and then all of a sudden be like, "All right, forget what we said. It's good. Take this medicine." Like, no, nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait a little bit for you to before you start peddling this this possible drug on me. Let alone that even before this, there's a large group of people that don't even fucking vaccine their kids or want to vaccine their kids going to fucking school and shit like that because it causes autism and, and shit like that according to them and, and all kinds of stuff. So it's, I mean, I, I remember when we first had one of the conversations about it and I was like, would people treat this differently if this was mm-hmm. affecting babies or newborns rather than old people? Because a lot of the, the whole so-called narrative was like, oh, it only affects old people, people with, with really bad conditions. And I was like, well, I think if if magically for some reason this was affecting like newborns, like kids between like one and six months, no, I they still wouldn't care. You, I don't think they would I, care. I think that's exactly what I was no. getting to. I, I, <laughs> I really don't. Back then I was like, oh, it, people be fucking locked in their houses and ain't doing shit. Not, I was wrong. They they wouldn't yeah. give a fuck. They'd no. be like, nah, I, I gotta go. I gotta go to the club. Like they, they don't give a fuck. You, you, Stitch, I'll explain to you when they would give a fuck. If there was a person who wasn't white that killed randomly. 279,000 people it would have stopped at fucking 10 9-11 changed everything in a matter of 24 hours Mm -hmm. they they, if I remember correctly it might have been 48 hours before they passed after 9-11 where they passed the act of Patriot Act and we gave away all our fucking freedom which they didn't read just just a piggyback yeah they didn't it was all in the interest of, of, of safety and everything. We can't have these ground people half a world away killing us or whatever. We, we'll give away our, our freedom to not be x-rayed or uh, when we walk through a metal detector and all kinds of shit because the terrorists are coming and I'm, and I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in fear. And 9-11 killed uh, four or 5,000 maybe people total between New York and East. It was 3,000. I think it was like somewhere around 3,000. Yeah. Okay, I figured I, I figured let me round up and down, but yeah, to around three thousand, and we haven't had a nine eleven since, and we aren't talking about like oh we don't need metal detectors anymore, mm-hmm. or we uh I, I want to be able to have my my daughter go look in the cockpit or whatever while, yeah. while yeah. playing because I, I remember I remember as a kid Never. I was yep. able to I was able to see a cockpit like the flight yeah. attendant would bring some of the kids up to actually like. They would yep. open the cockpit door and you could see. That shit ain't ever happening again. Never, ever, ever, ever. And that was something that happened once. And we have yep. something that's been going on for eight fucking months with hundreds of thousands of people that are dying and people are refusing to change their behavior or want to change the behavior because they say a thin piece of cloth in front of their face is taking away their fucking freedom. Motherfuckers don't we even- We can't change those people. We can't change those people. I don't think America even understands yeah, what the fuck freedom. Is. They don't even understand what the fuck freedom even means. Like they really don't. Like, the, if if you're saying that putting something on your face is infringing upon your freedom because you want to do what you want to do, no. Like, you are not allowed to do whatever the fuck you want in life. That's never occurred ever in fucking almost all of human history. Do you realize how many people I want to punch in the fucking face? Mm-hmm. I don't do it because I know there'll be consequences. Why can't it's what I want to do? Why can't I do it? I'm an American. <laughs> I have freedom. Like what the fuck? 
Like seriously, we uh, we have you, laws. You, Go ahead. You also have to always put something over your fucking uh, private area as well. Yeah. Out in public, like you, you can't just walk out. You know, uh, dick pic Dick's city. Lame. Yeah, yeah, and you, you, know what and, you and you wear a you wear a seatbelt. You know, that's a safety yeah. issue. And there's multiple safety items also in your car. There's all the other all these other stupid ass anecdotes that we can, we can say about you know doing shit that you necessarily don't want to do, but it's for people's safety. But you don't really people don't because they're so, they're slightly inconvenienced right now that they're going back to this like childlike state of yeah. being unreasonable. I got something for you. How about the next time your ass goes in for a surgery, whether it's a dental surgery or a medical procedure, the doctors don't wear any fucking masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, you know, I've used that analogy before and people yeah. still don't get it. Yeah, and I'm like, they're like, cause they're, they're complaining about, oh, well, I don't understand how these people wear masks and all this. I'm like, dude, well, doctors and nurses wear a mask and you let them, they work on you, they work on it to protect you and to protect themselves, but yet you can't wear one for however long you're outside, which is probably less than an hour. And then, and then to piggyback really quick on what Cronus was saying, you, if this was basically similar to the zombie plague, if, if the virus killed an adult between the ages of 18 and 35 within 28 to 48 hours, then that's when it would have been real for a lot of people. That's when people would have took like it seriously. Where if you get if you got infected, you're it was almost a death sentence. No matter like how well how many how much you worked out, how well you ate, uh how much water you drank, like you were dead if you got it within forty eight hours. Then people would have took that seriously. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, one way for people to take it seriously is if you got it, your dick fell off. I I would uh, be with the people yeah. who weren't wearing masks. Like, dude, what's the fucking mask at? I'm trying to keep my hair. Yeah, I so, would have been on the moon. I so, would have been on SpaceX. So, I've been gone. So far today, this is the current update. There's been mm -hmm. over 203,000 people that have gotten, that have been newly infected by COVID-19, and over 2,800 people have died today. Just today, one yeah, fucking that's, day. That's approaching a 9/11 for just today. Yeah, yeah. just today. It, it, it's fucking amazing to me. It, it's the it's the whole apathy. It's apathy because they the people just don't want to process the amount of death that's happening until it actually affects them. And then what happens when somebody gets infected? Look how fucking quick they change their tune. Like, yes, they do. are you not seeing this? Like, you don't... I don't understand why people are still out there talking about... And they use these fucking stupid-ass strawman arguments while they were having BLM uh, protests. Okay. Yeah, they shouldn't have... They shouldn't have been out there with, you know, around a bunch of people. I totally get that. Yeah. That's but, what Kaylee was saying today. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, the other people are doing it too. Like, more than just BLM protesters are fucking doing it. All right? And I, I get it. But they're also fucking trying to fight for something that's actually legit. But yeah, they should, you're totally right. Shouldn't be in public. They shouldn't be around people. But hey, if, 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 you're, if, if people that you know are getting shot and killed by the folks that are trying to protect, are supposed to protect them, then what the fuck are you going to do? You know what I mean? What are you going to do? It, yeah, it's inconvenient to protest whenever. You know, I, and I'm not a huge... You guys... Everybody knows me. I, the whole BLM movement thing, like, the the phrase, yeah, I totally agree with that shit. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. But the, the organization, I have some issues with. But at the same time, 
I am not going to, um, I'm not going to belittle them for going out and protesting because these issues need to be resolved. It's it's just a terrible time to resolve them. You know what I mean? And it's the same. Go ahead. Yeah, there's never a good time. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the same folks that want to sit out there and say, well, look what BLM are, are doing are the same motherfuckers that will talk about the First Amendment for anything. Mm-hmm. So what? where attitude are their First Amendment rights? Leadership. What's up? I said, I said attitude reflects leadership. Yeah. That's one of my favorite lines from, uh, what's it called? Friday, not Friday Night Lights. Uh, remember, you have the press secretary of the United States being asked about Yo, do you think it's a good idea that you guys are having a, a holiday party or whatever? Well, Black Lives Matter shouldn't be out looting yeah. and rioting and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, like, bitch, like, do you not remember like two, three months ago where you had a party for the Supreme Court nomination? And you and got the COVID? Leader of the free world got sick? And, and she got, yeah, and got she got COVID, COVID too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yo, and then, then her husband's in the back of the fucking press thing, not wearing a mask or whatever. It's like, they don't. They don't get it. They don't want to get it. They're they're beyond reach. They just well, this, launch launch them into the fucking sun. Well, this oh, and this is another problem that I. <laughs> I'm gonna Whoa. say some. I'm gonna say something fucked up, but it's true. All right, and I, I don't like speaking in terms like this because I don't like using like super race based or ethnic based arguments on shit. But listen, this is a fact. The vast majority of people that are dying from COVID. Are brown people mm-hmm. all right because they're the people that are usually the essential workers because there are people that are um that are at a lower income level and i think that is a, a, a at least a factor for the response for this because if, if you are affluent in america it's this is not really affecting you really at all you know what i mean you, you can stay at home like i'm i'm affluent at this point you know what i mean i can stay at home i can get all my shit delivered by amazon or fucking uh, Instacart or whatever. But there's plenty of folks that look like me that can't do shit like that or they're delivering shit to me. And I feel... I feel bad about it. I really do. I feel bad about the fact that I have to have somebody um, out there delivering me me products um, because I need to keep my family safe. And I have to disconnect that what they're doing is not keeping themselves and their family's safe. This is yeah. this is what the United States, the United States of America has forced me into. I, I have to choose my family over my my other. Obviously, you're probably gonna you're gonna pick your family over pretty much anybody, right? But the fact that I know that I'm putting them in danger, and I don't really have a choice, is fucked up. And nobody's talking about that shit. I can guarantee you, most people that are at that out there at a Trump rally don't give a shit who made their fucking Trump sign. They don't give a fuck who made their car. They don't give a fuck who is stocking their grocery shelves. I give a shit about that. All right. But at the same time, I can't go hungry. So I will just say my, I guess it's, it might be a paltry thing to say. It might not matter at all, but I appreciate them. And when I have shit delivered, I always give them a fucking, a big tip. You know what I mean? Just a tip. But, <laughs> but you know, it's like I, I get it, and a lot of folks out there they don't get it because they just like like I said, we we replaced empathy with apathy. They just they're so disconnected, and we have our president that it, it is so unconcerned about these people that have had their lives destroyed from this. 
I mean, uh, yes, very well said. And uh, but like Stitch keeps bringing up, like there are people that are just out of the Kool Aid was real strong. Whatever they put in, it's like they can't shake it. Like there are people I know who are deniers end up catching it, passing it to other people within their family and their family got sick and passed away due to the virus but yet they don't want to admit it to them they died of something else or they caught it from somebody else even though they had no contact with any other outside sources it was just it's just ridiculous out there just mask up mask up you got plenty of them actually i remember all the demonization of doctors doing fake uh um, a death certificates, yeah, always oh putting God, COVID yeah. on the stuff, or fighting with nurses or doctors in the hospital when they tell you, okay, your your test results came back and you have COVID and you, we're taking you to ICU. No, I don't have that shit. Uh, okay, you know. <laughs> That's all bad. Yeah. Like, like that, that kind of happened with with my dad. Like uh, when he passed away from COVID. Like that's when the whole the whole um, I can't. Well, they kept saying like you know, the conspiracy theory was going around saying like oh like you make sure that they you check the documentation because doctors are telling everybody who's dying is getting covid because they get like three thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars to the hospital or something like that and it's like no that shit wasn't true like no okay so hold on so it, it is true sort of like if you're getting a a, a covid are you talking about the covid test or the covid like when somebody no, goes no, if somebody passed away from COVID, the hospital are, are receiving money because of it. Some some places are getting some fun, some compensation from the government because they're being inundated by people that cannot pay for being fucking dead. So, like, I don't understand logically why somebody doesn't understand that. When, once you, if, well, if, if you inundate um, these hospitals with all these deaths and they have to pay for things like, I don't know, a goddamn trailer truck that's that's refrigerated to house these all these dead bodies where does that money come from yeah yeah but just just to be really really clear though uh the the conspiracy theory was that the doctors and hospitals were conspiring oh no no say someone had covid when they did not and then you you had the tripling down of uh that disinformation earlier this year where uh, only 6% of the death certificates only listed COVID as the cause of death, um, where people don't understand that just like with the HIV virus or AIDS virus, um, you may die on your death certificate of something like pneumonia or uh, a heart failure, something like that. But the reason that you had those things so exaggerated to the point of you dying was because you had HIV or AIDS. Yeah. And so yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah let me give. I'll give you an example only because it's it's like really recent and it's fucked up. But it's my it's a personal story. My mom died earlier this year. Most of you, everybody listen, everybody listens to this regularly knows that. Um, I got her death certificate this year. What was on there was she died of a heart attack, and then the other causes of death were diabetes and there was a, a third one too. But it'd be like saying that well she had diabetes, therefore. She didn't die of a heart attack. The heart attack is what killed her. Right? Yeah, she had diabetes. It contributed to probably her having a heart attack. But the the thing that actually killed her was a heart attack. 
And this is on, if you look at any death, death certificate, if you, if you know anybody that, hopefully you don't know anybody that, that died, but if you do, and you have the death certificate, bust it out. Look at it. There's like three or four lines that are on there that they can fill in. And hopefully it's just one thing that's on there. Hopefully it's not multiple things, but if they have contributing factors to their death, that is on there, but it's not the reason why they, it's not the, the first thing that's on there is the reason why they died. The other ones are, were just contributing factors. And, and we all knew this before um, COVID became a big thing in America was that people that had high blood pressure were overweight, had diabetes, you know, all these things were factors that can make you uh, more susceptible to dying from COVID. We already fucking knew this and they made people, a subset of America, forget these things. Purposely, yep. So, I mean, we'll, we're talking about all this stuff and all I can see on the right of my screen, I can see Stitch and Blue are obviously playing their PS5s. They've been, playing for a They've been sitting there. If you're not watching live right now, if you're not watching this in the future on, on YouTube, these two dudes are looking off to the side. I can see them gaming. Just sitting there. Are we talking about? No, my, my, no my, my TV's on. I was, I was when he talked about the death total. I, I wanted to see, just check to see what the, the death total was or whatever like that. Uh, see that my, my TV's on. I, ain't, I ain't, like, you would hear me clicking. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Blue's been playing. I didn't hear him click. Blue's been playing. I didn't hear him click. Listen, he got caught. Listen, 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 listen. Why don't you worry about your poverty station four? Oh, stay out of. Wait. Wait, the, the surfs are trying to revolt with their low def TVs and their fucking bullshit ass 1080p fucking bullshit consoles. My Trump, you say Trump graphics? God, oh, I thought he came out and said Trump graphics. I'm like, damn, like that, bro. Let me just, let me just take this. Hey, I'm under, I'm under fake humanity. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. I, I thought I thought y'all gamers. I thought y'all were real ones. <laughs> y'all even down. You got got Spider Man. Miles Morales needs you in, in no. stunning fucking 4K. Bro, y'all motherfuckers they, aren't even doing a service to your city. They ain't real ones. They ain't real ones. They're real simps. They're simps. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Playing yeah. Pong and shit. I, I'm just one, one generation behind on my Pong machine. It's fine. <laughs> your, your nerd card is on probation. Damn. Y'all could talk about my vision like it's not a collectible and shit. Like y'all wouldn't want one too. I mean, shit. So, so Blue, tell us. Tell us. I know we're, we're running kind of long, but Blue, tell us uh, what your impressions are and everything. So, first of all... I I have a platinum. I already got a platinum on the PS5. That's how fucking badass I am. Mm. Even even though I got it on uh, the the asteroid Astro, yeah. <laughs> the, the demo that the free game that comes with it, the it's a it's an easy platinum to buy. Yo, I'm digging it, man. I'm I'm liking it a lot. Like first when I first unboxed it, I was like, this thing, this damn thing is huge. Holy shit, it's fucking gigantic. And it's heavy as fuck too, which is crazy. Like, like the look at the PS4 compared to it. The PS4 is like maybe two thirds the size of the PS5. But um, so far, I mean the the output, the power and stuff, like uh, the graphics that I've seen so far and the gameplay has been really fucking cool. Um, visually, like the the PlayStation 5 isn't a pretty console. It's not very aesthetic looking. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really go with like 
Because all the other consoles, like other than the PS1, the consoles have been black, like a blackish color, and this one's like white, so it kind of sticks out. Like, it doesn't go with the decor that I have in my office right now. Um, but other than that, it's, it's, it's pretty quiet. Other, when it first sold the disc, because um, I've been trying to I've been trying to port over um, the P uh, Borderlands 3 and um, actually found out what the issue was. So I tried porting it over and if you if you put in the PlayStation if you put in the PlayStation 4 disc, you automatically get a free version of the PS5 version of Borderlands 3. Well, the PS5 version of the Borderlands 3 doesn't allow you to port over the the trophies. So the trophies are like its own thing, but you are able to upload your, your character. But to upload your character, you have to go back to the PS4 version <laughs> and upload your character. Like, it's actually a new feature they added to Borderlands. So when you go to Borderlands 3, there's a feature that says upload characters when you're in the PS4. So when you upload your character, then you go over to your PS5 and when you load up the PS5 version of Borderlands 3, it says uh, download save save data and then you're able to download your character but you only can do one character at a time so you have to do like one character go back to the ps4 upload the next character then go over to the ps5 and then download that character but you are able if you if you download or if you download or i guess uh copy over the ps4 version of borderlands 3 that if you do that then you get your your characters are automatically uploaded and your your trophies are automatically uploaded Nice. And I guess I'm not the only person having this problem. I thought it was like an issue or whatever, but like there's a whole bunch of forums on on Reddit, on a Gearbox forum that talks about it. But um, yeah, if you download the PlayStation Five version, you don't get the trophies, and you it doesn't use the PlayStation Four's save data for the character. You have to actually go into the PlayStation Four data and upload it to games to Gearbox, and then go into PS Five and then download it. But um. Overall, like like I said, the console is really good. I have I've had a few issues like um, with the controller for one thing. So like on the previous version, if you hold the PlayStation button in the middle, it <laughs> I would know what you're gonna say. The, this fucks me up too every single time. The, <laughs> yeah, every, I, I've done it so many times. I, I'll press and hold it, thinking that it's gonna open up like the in comp, the controller button menu or whatever, but it doesn't do that. You just push it once for it to do that, and it took me a while to get used to that. Um, Hold on, let me, uh, let me my, specify. I, I fucked you up when, when I was talking, but what he's saying is, so normally on a PlayStation, when you press the PlayStation button once, it brings up the uh, the actual like home screen. Yeah, dashboard. Yeah, but in the PS5 controller, when you press that button, it brings up like the, the short menu, and it's reversed on the PS4. When you yeah. hold it down on the PS4, it brings up the short menu. So, yeah, it's like every single time it fucks me up, and I'm just like, I've had it for a, a little while, and it, it still fucks me up. Yeah, so yeah. Um, another issue I had is uh, my my touchpad. So, playing Astro, there's a there's a, a game in there where you're like a ball, and if you click down on the button, you, the ball will stop rolling. Well, my button kept getting stuck. Like, if you if I push it down at a certain point, the button would stick. Oh. And so, like, I have to, like, click it again for it to unstick. So I'm not sure. I mean, it's not a it's not a console issue, but it, it's one of the controller issues. Like, I guess maybe they trying to rush the controller out. Um, I don't. I have two controllers. I have not had that issue at all. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I like I played a game a few times, and like if I push the button too hard, it, the button will stick. And like I literally have to like 
tap it real quick for it to pop out from being stuck. Mm. Okay. You you got too much nut That's in it. I mean, he's got he's got too much opulence. My button is stuck right now. Like I literally have to like, yeah, it's weird. But um, but like what Chronos was saying, like the when you play an actual game and it does like a demo of the of the controller, like holy shit, like the crazy shit that happens, like. There's a there's a scene where it's like raining and you can feel like the raindrops on your controller and it isn't like your your controller is vibrating it's not vibrating in like different areas so you can tell like mm -hmm. oh like this is raindrops but the one that really really tripped me out was when um when you're when you're doing the ball thingy the uh, ball level um you're like riding on a, a gravel like a like a street right a street and part of the street isn't done, so it's all bumpy and gravelly and stuff like that. And so you can feel like how rough the ground the ground is, which is kind of cool. But it, like it's it's really it's kind of hard to describe how it feels. Like basically what Fonz was saying, it's like you kind of feel like gravity in your hand, but it's like kind of like a simulated thing. It's 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 really weird how it works, but it works really well. But then also like the trigger the trigger feedback is really cool. Like the the whole like controlling like rockets and stuff in the game was kind of cool. Bro, wait, hold on, wait, um, wait until you like. Even though I don't like Call of Duty, Cold Warfare, uh, you should get it <laughs> just so you can feel what it's like to shoot a gun in a first-person shooter. I thought Borderlands, it has that, I don't know if you played Borderlands on it, but I thought I read somewhere that if you play the Borderlands 5, the remastered one on the 5, it does the same thing with the different kinds of guns. So it's not I, it's not the same because yeah, it's, not um, the same. it's it, it, so Borderlands 3 is like a, it's a sci-fi type deal. Right, so like all the sensations that you're feeling, they feel different, yeah. But once you play like a a, a game with guns that exist, and you pull the trigger, okay. you're like, oh, okay, like this is amazing. Because like obviously in, in Borderlands, there, there's no there's no spring fucking feel to guns, right? Because they're futuristic guns, it's, unless you're doing a Jacob's pistol or something like that. Even then, it's it's kind of reduced. Playing Call of Duty Cold War. Uh, I've shot a, a shitload of guns in my life and it's the most realistic trigger feel I've ever felt on any controller fucking ever and I have no problem saying that because like feeling like it almost feels like I, I can feel like the individual like spring coils um, compressing and then getting to the point to where uh, the gun the the firearm is going to fire and then it clicks and then it gives you like oh, a little bit of recoil point. yeah and it gives you the recoil in your hand and it's every single time. There's a caveat though. I would, if I was playing multiplayer, I would turn all that shit off. Okay, mm. because your fingers are gonna get fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. That makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 not. You can't just sit there and just like click that shit like willy nilly. Like you need to take measured shots and uh, and do it. So I would expect that pretty much any pro player that is using a PS5 to use a uh, an FPS is gonna turn. The haptic feedback portion and adaptive triggers off because it's a definite disadvantage it, it's more realistic but it's also um you're gonna play worse yeah all right so good good stuff so far so one one cool thing i learned about the what's cool about the controller is that like so the controller has a speaker on there and it kind of adds to the to the effect of the of the vibrations so like you know when you hear a raindrop you, you hear it on the controller too as well as in the game but it kind of gives you that same sensation that you can feel it because you're hearing it type deal but um if you so there's a button on here where you can mute the the controller but if you 
click and hold it at the same if you hold it for like a certain amount of time it actually mutes the game too so like huh. say if you're playing and the volume gets too loud or whatever or you're you have a baby that's going to be crying or something like that you can mute the controller and the game at the same point in time just from the controller which is kind of nice so, so stitch did you notice uh well i'm gonna spoil part of it for blue because now he's gonna notice in the game but it's not gonna spoil the game for him when you're playing Miles Morales Spider-Man, did you notice that when you're flipping through the buildings, that it comes with the controller? It's a, yeah, it's a slight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of the time, I would play like the actual sound. Yeah. Or the the, the, the yeah, sound. Yeah, well, most of the time, I yeah I played most of the time with the uh, the 3D uh, audio oh, okay. headsets on, but there was there was a couple times where I played without it, and I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I looked down, I'm like, all right, that's that's just dope. Everything. So I, I, I was like looking up something on like a YouTube menu, and the I did the, the mic talking into the controller, and it's it's real responsive. Uh, you'll you'll see blue because uh, when you get like Miles Morales, the load times. I mean, we, we did a, so a little, insane. Uh, a little show on the podcast where you could see it how quick the load times are, but it's like. I want to be like, sorry, I didn't text you back. My my load times, I don't have any load times anymore. So I, can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't text people anymore because I'm, I'm just always playing the game. Well, even, even like the, the PS5 version of Borderlands 3, like the load time is damn near non-existent. Like, like the one, like even when you boot up the game, like there's a scene where Clapjack is dancing to kind of like let you kind of see something while the game is loading. Like he comes out like once or twice and that's it. But then like the PS5, version it's like takes a while. for like a good three or four minutes yeah but in miles morales like you saw the load time it was you, you can go from starting the game to playing the game in basically 14 seconds that's awesome yeah it, it it's and, and then once you're in the game there's virtually no load time you li- there's an option in the, this is how ridiculous it is there's an option in miles morales spider-man if you're fast traveling to actually add in the animations for the fast travel. If you don't turn that on, your fast travel lasts literally two two to two to four seconds. Nice. Yeah. So good. Right. When you welfare motherfuckers, man, get it. <laughs> God, damn. You gotta rob somebody. Look, yeah, look, look here. I, I I'm trying to sell some kidney sperm and some uh some nut juice and and maybe, you know. I, I, the, the thing is, Blue told thing. you, because the thing is, it's so heavy. If you roll up on somebody and you got the tool, they can't do anything except drop the yeah. gun. Because <laughs> 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 it's like they can't just all of a sudden reach in. It's like, no, you got to hold that thing with two hands and actually get a firm grip on it because you don't want to drop the PlayStation. So yeah. you just need to roll up on some some millennial that's that's trying to take a selfie with it while, while juggling the big-ass thing. And just pistol whip them in the back of the head, and you're good to go. You know, I make, sure you, grab, I make sure you grab the phone as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I first went to Walmart, and like, I'm actually surprised. Like, I thought I was going to be here on Thursday. I actually got this yesterday. I got it. So I thought it, it literally took six, five to six days for me to get it, which I was like, okay, I thought this was going to take like a week or so to get it. Like, it came before the games came, which is games are in stock. So which is. Which is fucking crazy, but um, yeah. Other than yeah, I was really lo- reluctant, reluctant to buy it from Walmart just because it's fucking Walmart. But Same here. Hey, they got it to me. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> they they yeah, actually they had the fucking inventory. They weren't bullshitting about like, okay, 
we're going to do this little contest and whoever can get in their cart fast enough get to have it. <laughs> Give you raffle tickets. Yeah. That's good, <laughs> That's good man. All right, y'all. It's, get, it's getting late. I'm probably just looking tired. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's go ahead and round it up. I know we got a, a ton of things on here. Uh, let, 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 let's not go too long on the uh, on, on the roundup uh, roundtable stuff. So, uh, Stitch, what you got popping this week? Uh, just chilling. Uh, gonna decorate the Christmas tree. Uh, put that up yesterday. Uh, gonna put some ornaments and make that shit all pretty. And then uh, play some Call of Duty. And uh, yeah, there you go. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, old Ninja, what you got? Uh, more Mandalorian. Fucking tomorrow night, twelve one. See where this shit goes. Um, a lot of gamers probably know everything fucking updates this coming Tuesday. I, I swear to God, like every game that has like some kind of online component will update this week from like Division 2, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, you name it. Uh, I guess Avengers is going to drop a new character. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, <clears throat> there's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cracking up. So, uh, we'll see how this goes. Going to be a uh, game in a bit, but I'm definitely going to watch more Star Trek Discovery and definitely some more Mandalorian, uh, and then try to squeeze in some gaming in between. Blue, what you got? So look, like, check out. So if you're watching live, so I figured out if you push on the lower part of the controller, it will stick. So right now it's stuck. Mm -hmm. So if I like push it off to the side, it'll pop, unpop. So nice. you can like hear it, I'm pop. That's but, not uh, nice. It, yeah, it's just broke. That's crusty. That's crusty. Yeah, that's crusty nut, man. It's crusty nut. It's definitely not working right. I mean, the controller works correctly. It just it sticks when you hit it in a certain spot, which is how it should happen. No. <laughs> oh man. God damn. This weekend, um, I'm definitely. I gotta go up into our in our attic and pull out our Christmas tree and set up our Christmas tree. Um, shit. I think, uh, last week I made. A total of 16 fucking sweet potato pies, nice. which was fucking ridiculous. Delicious. That's the most I've ever made in fucking life. And they were all delicious. Like, holy shit. Like, like it was probably the best amount of, the, amount, the best tasting pies I've made so far. But, um, yeah, uh, shit, what else happened? Uh, this weekend, oh, God, the sweetest birthday is coming up. Um, is it? It's next Friday. Um, <laughs> it's next Friday. We're gonna do. Up, no, we're gonna we're gonna actually we're gonna break quarantine a little bit and we're gonna go do the the San Francisco Ferris wheel thingy. Okay. But um oh another thing I, I bought an alarm system for our house. Um I'm using the same alarm system yeah. that I closed. They shut uh, they shut that down. The Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. Yeah. yeah I felt like they I thought they were but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Canceled. They, they still. Yeah. Not. Yeah, I saw that like on some on something yesterday when they were talking about the difference between like the red and the purple. I was like, wait a minute, I was still confused. I was like, when did purple become like a a color in terms of like the, 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 the your colorblind ass don't know the difference. I don't know why you talk. <laughs> well, it's, it is it is dumb though. Green, yellow, orange, red. Now we're at this yeah, purple shouldn't exist. It, it should it should be fucking red. Isn't stop. Like what the fuck is wrong with? Uh, I guess California. Purple doesn't mean shit. It means royalty. Yeah, that's why I was confused. <laughs> like, I was like, is purple, was like, is purple worse than red? I was, I was like, well, I don't even fucking know. Is my camera yeah, glitching out to you guys? Yes, it is. Yes, really it, is. it is. You're like Max Hedrum right now. Great <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Blue. Blue, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else? No. 
Oh, he's trying to figure it All out. Right. <laughs> he's glitching. All right, Carlos, what you got? <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching. Just fucking glitch the fuck out. Anyway, yeah. he's in the Matrix. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to dropping uh, that podcast, uh, Balance Exchange with with Papa Bear. Um, it's it's gonna be really cool. Um, I don't it's I don't know how frequent it's it's gonna be. We'll see from the uh, reaction and um, how often we can get together because. People ask me to do podcasts kind of frequently, and usually I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, but uh, we met during uh, the Marine Corps birthday. Um, we had, we did like a a Facebook meeting with like a, a mutual friend of ours, and we had like a bunch of people on there that were that were Marines, former and current Marines, and I met him through there. And, and he he's in in a Lego, not Legos. Lego. Don't put an S on it. All right. He's very specific about this. All right. <laughs> apparently, he's really deep into Lego, and so is his uh, his daughter. They have a YouTube channel. I I don't have the channel name right now. I'm uh, I was trying to look it up right before I was saying this, but I didn't get a chance to like look it up all the way and, and give the um the channel name. But um, it's really cool to see like somebody who's a Marine still into like things that Marines. Sh- aren't normally into you know what i mean like you wouldn't think of marines into lego still especially if you're older <laughs> so because we're, we're both we're both older yeah um but yeah we had a really really good conversation it's it's really cool to have somebody to have a conversation with the first time to to have the the podcast go off uh so smoothly with so you know we we uh rolled it addison versus thank you he put it in the chat this is in the chat addison versus check out that check out that channel um, but yeah, it's, it's been uh, pretty cool to, to, to have a podcast go so smoothly with somebody that I don't, um, really know and that the rest of the podcast was not with me on, uh, and we talked about some, some pretty cool subjects. So once it drops, hopefully within the next week or so, should be cool. And I, I think that he's going to force me to up my game with, um, doing, making videos because he knows how to actually do like graphical content and i'm just like uh eh, i can do some but like <laughs> <laughs> you know but so far I, I think he knows way more than me about uh the adobe products and how to like really make uh, graphical content so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna use that as like a catalyst to, to to make our content better so yeah other than that um that's all i got yeah prodigy stick us out oh prodigy what you got yeah, uh, real quickly. So um, I uh, got Final Fantasy VII, playing through that, finished off Doom, uh, working, uh, chipping away at uh, Doom Eternal. So I'm really enjoying. You went from Doom that. Eternal to fucking Final Fantasy. Wait, I'm sorry. What? You went from Doom Eternal to Final Fantasy. Uh, well, I went from the first Doom to uh, uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. That, that well, that's gotta be yeah. fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a jump. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I like. I'm I'm really liking Final Fantasy a lot. You know, and I'm I'm playing Doom Eternal at the same time. I'm kind of just trading off. You know. Nice. So it's good. Uh, and then uh, shout out to Old Ninja. We finished a raid on Ghost of Tsushima. That was re- fucking fun. Long as hell. Um, enjoyed the fuck out of that. I'm gonna try to start watching some Netflix. Uh, Stargate uh, One is on there, which sounds really fucking good. And then I'm actually gonna see if I can carve out some time. They've added all kinds of shit on Fortnite for like uh, comic book fans and for uh, Star Wars fans. They got Mando, Kratos, Baby Yoda, Galactus on there. 
Iron Man, fucking Thor. I mean, it, it just looks fucking fun. So I, I might have to dip my fucking toe back into that fucking world. So we, we will see. And last but not least, uh, I am uh, sadly uh, current on goddamn uh, uh, the one. I'm current on fucking One Piece because of the uh, the pandemic. Uh, but they're releasing <laughs> some new ones, uh, I think, next week. So I'm, I'm fucking current. Well, Holy no, shit. they're releasing new ones in fuck in dub. How dare you oh, not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got to specify, you you non-reading motherfucker. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, they, they still got subtitles on dub. But, yeah, uh, I, I'm, on, I'm on the dub. But you ain't uh, reading them. And, and they're still going with the sub as well. I mean, shit, this, this fucking never stops. He's going to be the Pirate King one day. <laughs> oh All right. Old Ned, take us out. Oh, really quick, uh, Cyber t- Cyberpunk 2077, Tuesday, and then maybe. Sunday night. Maybe. Well, okay. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And then uh, Sunday night, Attack on Titan comes oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll talk about that next week. But check us out, everyone online. Check out the Dankest Podcast on the Internet. We are Black and Black Times Infinity. You check us out with B's and BTI's, B T H A N B T I. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, Spotify, Iron Radio, uh, <laughs> Amazon. We have an official way. Ben had productions.com forward slash B and BTI. Uh, Player FM, Stitcher, uh, Radio, oh, Radio Republic, uh, Player FM. Yeah, everywhere. And on Twitch as well. Elliot Page can ask. First name baby. La- oh, First name baby, last name Yoda. <laughs> His name is Grogu. Oh. Damn. Can you guys still hear me? Well, now we can. The podcast is still going. What do you have to say, Blue? Uh, see you later, Space Cowboy. <laughs> oh, that's the word Phil always says. Hi, <laughs> y'all. We're out this bitch. Peace. Oh, no. There we go. No, there's like something wrong with my... There we go. Now it's going. If you're watching YouTube, there's something wrong with the spinning logo. It's okay now. <laughs> We're out of here.